0: March 3rd, 12:48 PM. Oh, Hi. Hello, I am Brian. And this is Kathy.
1: Hello, Kathy. Hello, good afternoon, everyone.
0: And this is Michelle. Hello, Michelle. Hi. Hello. <laughs> and and here is something that I would like to play for
2: you. Hey, now, this is Howard Stern, and I'm here to introduce you to Reality Issues, a podcast about the world of reality TV and how we perceive what's real and what's not. Hosted by Kathy and Brian, this show takes a look at the ever-evolving landscape of reality TV and offers thoughtful analysis and commentary about what's going on in the world of reality TV. So take a listen and join Kathy and Brian as they explore the boundaries of what's real and what's not. And now here they are, Kathy and Brian. And Michelle today.
0: Thank you, Howard. Um,
1: Thank you, Howard. That was very <laughs> repetitive of you. <laughs> uh,
0: but here's something much better that I have worked much harder on that is much uh, better. But we can make Howard say anything we want now, as it turns out. But here's, here's, a, here's someone we have a little uh, closeness to at the program. Oh, oh, oh excuse me. You- what? Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> I'm playing future
3: material. This is called a flub. They call that a flub in the industry. Hey, what's up? I'm Nathan Fielder, and welcome to Reality Issues. We're your source for digging into the wild world of reality television. This episode, we're exploring MILF manner and AI voices and what implications they have for our lives. We'll also be talking to some of the biggest names in the entertainment industry, like Sir David Attenborough, (laughs) David Cross, and Bob Odenkirk about their thoughts on these technologies. So join us on this journey into the unknown, where we'll examine the possibilities and implications of these technologies for our lives. This is Reality (laughs) Issues, and we invite you to join us as we explore the wild and wonderful world of reality television. Thank you, Nathan.
1: <laughs> I already need, like, the Nathan Fielder AI to, like, sing me a lullaby to sleep and, and so... tell me my hair smells nice. Tell me bad news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And that is why we are here today, everyone. Okay? Now, yes, there are certainly Mills. Let me move all my It's microphones making me feel now.
1: really uncomfortable, actually, if I really now, stop in a minute. No. So, here
0: are some things that I have learned throughout this process. I have spent many an hour researching <laughs> I don't like, and doing all I this. I
1: don't thing. like this abyss we're staring into right now. i got to be Here's honest. Here's
0: the thing <clears throat> we did, Brian, we did, Kathy. Um, I wouldn't do Michelle without her. Let me turn my microphone
4: down. Holy shit, it's loud. You have my consent.
0: I, okay, I was just going <laughs> to ask you. I need to do your consent. No,
4: I, I, I'm all in. It's just I'm having like a, I'm
1: having a hard time. Okay. <laughs> so I spent a
0: lot of time on this this week. Mostly I think it was like Monday and Tuesday. I kind of just dedicated both those days to doing this. I chopped up a lot of voices. I have some surprises. I didn't get Bob Odenkirk. I did do David Cross, but I didn't, like, upload it and do all that stuff next week. Um, It's actually kind of funny. It's hard to get interviews for those guys where they didn't have an audience in the background. Usually it was, like, late-night shows and stuff. And so it's really hard to, like, clip laughter or uh, crosstalk of their voice and the host's voice. You can't have that. But I've actually already noticed if you do... Not get things like perfectly cleanly, or there's like laughter in the background, like they're on a, I don't know, like it sounds like it will sound sometimes like they're on the prices right for like a microsecond in the dialogue. It's very <laughs> strange. I'm actually surprised that it can't get filtered out, but it's sort of like the way that last week my laughter showed up in my voice when it was being synthesized.
1: So I also then really like the idea of deliberately inserting prices right sounds into the dialogue file that you upload or the sound file that you upload and i wonder if it would just <laughs> randomly be like wah, so wah, wah, wah.
0: i i've yeah. noticed a few i've thought of a few like weird like vectors of this one you could have uh, a false voice that is actually someone impersonating a voice which would be kind of funny so that's the way you could also subvert consent on a celebrity or whatever is mm. you can just have someone do an impersonation of their voice for five minutes and use that or i feel like all honestly, of us who used to have a talk claim,
1: boy and shit like that are like oh this is basically the same thing
0: 100 percent. you could always claim that any ai voice you've generated was generated by a really good impersonator that you edited everything together with and i think that's can ultimately good gonna... talk boy huh
4: can we just call it a talk boy just for like yeah. for the sake of the analogy because yeah, i love yes. that idea. yes i agree <laughs> Um, the nathan
1: talk boy yes
0: actually perfect there we go that's it yeah it's been canonized
1: b-o-i so as to avoid oh any, yeah like,
0: hey there yeah. you go see that's uh coinable that is, that is yours that is yeah that is a patented there you go That is a no one owns this but that Hi is a reality kid, issues
4: trademark. So
0: <laughs> i fucking love that thing that was right in my wheelhouse. That was right in my age range as a child. I must be like, I don't know, born the same year that <laughs> the market of Macaulay Culkin as a real child was.
4: <laughs>
0: okay. So now that you can see my desktop What's again.
4: on me? Sorry. That was the only one I thought <laughs> <you>, of. <laughs> that's right. Oh,
0: no, no. Wait, wait. Was that one the one that was like the, there was one that was a pen too. I got that for free from like a Fox Kids like mail-in thing
4: yes there
1: was like a microphone pen yeah it was like the same
0: kind of thing it was like digital i imagine um yeah wow well, that was before the yak back a similar concept mm-hmm. a digital device mm-hmm. for kids at home um <laughs> this is me i'm glad you can see that let me go ahead and close that though because i know that information so Last week, briefly, uh, reality TV subject here. Last week we were briefly discussing. Rea- uh okay, I decided one of those moments where I want to make sure we we're recording. We are okay. Um, last week we were talking about uh, Love Island season three, and on Love Island season three, we were, I was mentioning, and Michelle agreed that Chris and Cam are really the couple that comes out of uh, all of that. And um, apparently the British viewing audience did as well. Um, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and read a little bit of this here. Uh, You versus Chris and Kem is a British game show that puts members of the public up against former Love Island contestants, Chris Hughes and uh, Kem Setonay in a series of challenges is aired in ITV2 since July 2018. Anyway, they did a few other episodes and stuff, but uh, yes, they actually made like TV programs together, and more than one, they had a presentation like each of them went on different paths, like presenting sports and stuff like that. Completely crazy. I, mean, I didn't know that until this week, so
1: so tell me a little bit about the challenges that they would do on this show. So, like, members of the public would go and have like obstacle course games, it appears things yeah. of that sort. I'm
0: seeing uh football tennis, uh uh quiet, let's see, competition. Oh, the pilot had gravy wrestling. That's interesting. Uh episode okay. 3 had horse skateboarding.
1: Is that like what the Brits think is sexy? Dildo so darts. like in the US yeah. they do like mud wrestling, but Dild- in <laughs> dildo darts.
0: That's what they think is sexy. Yeah. Definitely. That's what they're up to. Also, extreme the hundred meter parking. extreme parking.
1: I don't parking. know what extreme that's dogging. Parking
0: you know is. that's dogging. <laughs> we know those Brits. Uh,
1: they're going on a very aggressive amble.
0: <laughs> they're going on holiday, uh, if you know what I mean, in the car park. <laughs> Uh, It's a lifestyle. Oh
1: Lord, oh Lord.
0: We uh, we shan't make. So I I think what I
1: have enjoyed about the bits of Love Island that I've seen (laughs) because I I think I'm like ten episodes deep in season one, right? Which I again, as you folks have said, like I guess is like the proto kind of infant Love Island, Um, like just barely a lava (laughs) a lava island in the sea, you know. Just bear, some bare mosses there and lichen, you know, no real animals there yet. Yeah, right? the,
0: the, so like, the life cycle hasn't completed its growth.
1: Yeah, hasn't evolved. So, Japan
4: um, would even call it an island at this point. Like that's how low the bar. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I feel like what I like about it is it has totally that same trashy feel that I loved about, um, I a uh, flavor of love, and I love New York, and like of like but but again like the milf show i I think what's interesting is the psychology of everyone being forced to like immediately pair up or whatever you know and i guess that's a trope that continues throughout the remainder of the series right but like how territorial people get over each other within like twenty four hours, right? Like it's <laughs> like the whole point of the show is to date around, and they're still like mine. And it, I don't think it's just the fact that they like win money at the end either, right? It's like there does seem to be some kind of like at like least a fuck-home syndrome connection or something that's going on.
4: Mm-hmm. It's it's a fascinating show. I, I mean, it's it certainly is the like one of the par exemplar shows that I think about when I think about like the fuck or get off the island type of shows that I've said before, like Bachelor in Paradise and more recently, like Perfect Match, where within a day, if you're not coupled up with somebody, in an exclusive couple and sharing a bed with them, you have to get off the fucking island. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I kind of... um, I think that kind of high-stakes... win at any cost model of looking for love is hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We, we just, we do this out of a friendship connection, or we do this out of a, because we're going to absolutely dilute each other that we're the perfect match after knowing each other for four hours. We're 100% yeah, exactly. perfect on paper. Yeah.
0: I'm learning all of the ins and outs of uh, all the Britishisms that end up on Love Island. It's been quite interesting. And some of the episodes in between, it's actually been worth it to me. I was asking Michelle, I think a couple of weeks ago about whether or not I should be watching those hot list episodes. I might've asked you that. I think maybe I didn't. Maybe I just imagined I asked you that, but I've been maybe. meaning to ask you it. And so I've been watching uh, all of them now. Because I've been learning that they do insert some like unique content into there. So if you're going through on uh, Hulu and you're going through all the Love Island episodes, although I guess they're also on one of those other ones. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, check out, uh, like don't skip the, it, they're not like a clip episode exactly. It's different. All of Ian's narration is original. I think honestly the show can be so complicated when there's like 16 cast members at the same time that honestly having like one in f- five-year episodes being like a recap of everything that happens not not a bad idea um but yeah i noticed that
1: they'll sneak like like in a like 45 minute show like 30 of it will be recap and then the last bit of it so they were doing it.
0: i didn't know they were Mm -hmm. even doing it in your seasons okay Mm -hmm. cool Mm -hmm. so they did from the beginning
1: so that's nice but like it was a little jarring because at first i was like wait didn't i watch this already and then i was like oh i see what's happening right so there has i to think be, it is a, mm-hmm.
0: there's one thing i know you notice is a new love island watcher which has to be the hard cuts did you notice mm-hmm. the hard, did that shock you at first <laughs> like how the, there's like just cuts to black <laughs> and, <laughs> then, and boom.
1: then just yeah later that evening yeah Life, six hours later <laughs> or yeah. something
0: it, sometimes it feels like in certain circumstances especially in season five it felt like sometimes there was like a scene where they must have done like an inset ad or like an ad that they couldn't get like it wasn't it wouldn't be relicensed for like an off or for like the mm-hmm. you know the oh you on mean when they blur broadcast. something yeah or they'll take yeah there's they-
4: Even in the Love Island US one now, like, if you're watching on Peacock, which is the only place they air it now, like, it'll be like a QR code or vote live now, because there's that element Mm. where you can, like, vote who goes on the date, but they close it, so they blur it on the broadcast Mm. for us. Okay. It seems
1: yeah. that they wouldn't have like just changed the where like the web page of where the QR code went to to just like thank you for still loving Love Island or something, Because <laughs> right. like, I mean websites are like a dollar for like a hundred years now and shit, you know like.
0: <laughs> I um, I love Love Island. I think it's great. I think it's of its best of its class for for sure. But also, I would say that um, it is definitely one of the best reality shows, especially, I don't know its current state, but where I'm at, I've seen a bunch of different seasons. Its quality is high. I mean, it wavers, but it's high overall. Um, It it seems to be programmed in a way. Like the master geniuses of the people who program reality television, like, you know, produce this stuff. The people running this show are very good at what they do like all, the, all of the little trips tricks and traps that they have the circumstances the way they know how to get the audience to vote at just the right time and everything to like get the right outcome i think or at least most of the time when they're trying to get a certain outcome but you know that's the game and but they do it so well that i think mm-hmm. that honestly they have the perfect like audience show connection they like they can read well through social media and everything. Uh, it's not They're mm-hmm. not just blindly doing it through the voting, but like they can read and know, and they do everything they can to like get the perfect couples to like remain to the end and like cast off like the people who are in friend couples, for example, and stuff like that. Um, even though it looks like it's through audience participation, which is quite amazing. Uh, yeah. Says, I don't ever believe that democracy. like the
1: audience actually voted on America's funniest home videos. i'd like to see a a
0: video about that
1: honestly i mean i always had my suspicions quite honestly because i was like i don't know i don't i don't think the baby who fell asleep in a birthday cake really deserved that one (laughs) i think they bribed the producers to win themselves a cool monetary prize personally i mean i I think there was a setup i mean i know that's like a bold claim but like (laughs) How, how would you prove it? Like
0: I imagine every single system that uh, was of that time was basically rigged or has been found to be rigged at some point later. Like the McMillions Mac- is a great example of that.
5: Mm-hmm. The entire, yeah.
0: the entire, I don't know if you don't know this at home, if you haven't watched McMillions, but let me just let you in on this bit of information because they don't sp- spoil it in like the trailer for it. All of the entire McDonald's, McMillions thing right their entire mcdonald's monopoly game it was entirely rigged from start to finish by Mm -hmm. someone on the inside at security like Mm -hmm. so you never ever ever had a chance to win ever and they never mcdonald's never really like confronted that other than like responding to you know an initial news story i mean like there's no you know and that lady who donates her time to kind of clear mcdonald's name as well (laughs) um but like
1: can you add bob saget to the list of fake voices
0: Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, I do have actually a a short list here. Uh, Let's see.
1: God bless you, I knew you would. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Uh, Of course. Well, I'll find it. But Bob Saget will be on, there. Yes.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, Bob Saget. I mean, I feel like he was such a... It was so funny as a kid, right? Like, talk about, like, a, a change in, like, perception of reality where Bob Saget wasn't just mr full house guy but america's yeah. funniest home videos and then you become not, even just a little bit older and then you're like wait what kind of comedian what what kind yeah. of jokes was he telling
0: uh, we're gonna ask Chat gpt <clears throat> this is a time for ChatGPT gpt to use some internet knowledge that it has to answer a great question for us that it would take us too long to answer on a podcast what were the relative viewership numbers at their heights for America's Funniest Home Videos and Full House. <clears throat> I'll just go ahead and read it. During their respective heights, America's Funniest Home Videos and Full House are both very popular television shows in the United States. In the late 1980s and early 1990s, America's Funniest Home Videos was one of the most watched shows on television with... An average of over 30 million viewers per episode during its peak years. By comparison, most shows, even NCIS with its top rating, only gets like two point something, isn't it? It's low. It's wow. very low. Um, while America's Funniest Home Videos had significantly higher viewership numbers than Full House during their respective heights, both shows were considered major successes for the never is true, of course. Ah, how about that? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it's a broad appeal show versus a family drama, so it's a completely mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. Yeah you can laugh at someone you can definitely find humor in someone getting like nailed in the nuts by a, by a, a ladder uh where a family my, drama might not appeal to you. So, yeah, both
1: of my parents and my grandmother who didn't speak English, they all like she spoke like no English whatsoever. She loved the fuck out of America's funniest home videos because you don't need <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, like you were saying, right? It's like a little puppy falling into a bowl yeah. of milk. Like if it's YouTube fucking perfect
0: in the 1990s. That's that's if any if any reason why YouTube became at its very origins popular for stuff like
6: Mm-hmm. cute pets
0: and stuff was because people were probably like well what else uh videos home videos were like popular in the past and they were like oh everything on america's home home videos had like pets in it all of them and Except then you the
1: also had like nuts. yeah you even had the like deliberate like kind of pranks gone wrong that were like proto jackass yeah you know on america's funniest home videos because everyone was like oh look it's my 15 minutes
4: right
0: Did you ever uh, catch up with uh, AFV uh, starring Tom Bergeron in its uh, successive years?
1: I couldn't, because Bob (laughs) Saget was always too close to my heart, you know?
0: Okay. It's still on, you know. It has never been off the air, I don't think.
1: No. Oh, my God. Well, I guess as long as as America has a camera, there will always be funniest home videos.
0: (laughs) In fact there will always be funnier home videos forever. That's why we have
1: the tic-tac now.
0: <laughs> Actually, that's where those live.
1: Yeah, they all, Actually, they all America's funniest home tic-tac. Uh,
0: if you want a postmodernist answer, the, the answer is a person sitting in front of a phone, watching those videos on TikTok. That's
1: the, the answer is the panopticon. <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh
0: God. So, I'm going to go ahead and have an ai (laughs) read this oh no that's that's a horrible voice i thought that would be that wasn't great was
1: that was that like a lady robot voice
7: yeah but this one is ZARBOX. paris syndrome is a condition that affects some visitors to paris france who experience a feeling of disappointment or shock when the reality of the city does not match their romanticized expectations. This syndrome is more commonly experienced by Japanese tourists, who often have a highly idealized view of Paris based on cultural and media portrayals. Symptoms of Paris Syndrome can include anxiety, depression, delusional thinking, and even hallucinations. The condition is thought to arise from a combination of cultural differences, language barriers, and the shock of encountering a different reality from what one has been led to expect. Despite the name, Paris Syndrome is not officially recognized as a medical condition and there is no specific treatment for it. However, visitors to Paris are encouraged to manage their expectations (laughs) and to be open to the unique experiences that the city has to offer rather than expecting it to conform to their preconceptions.
1: Wait, hold on, go back. Yeah. (laughs) Despite the name, Havana Syndrome is not officially recognized as a medical condition. (laughs) However, visitors (laughs) to Havana are encouraged to manage their expectations.
0: Hold on. Yeah, I mean, it is using oh, the following, or here, I'll say it, using the fo- Now invent something about use, Havana
1: syndrome.
0: <laughs> I should be using uh, <laughs> Playground instead of, here we go, using the text above, generate something similar about Havana syndrome. yes okay a yeah, j- perfection just so you can know what we're looking
1: thanks at. a lot chat gpt or whatever this Despite one name, is thank
7: you zara is not officially recognized as a medical condition there is no specific treatment for it however visitors to havana are encouraged to manage their expectations and to be open to the unique experiences that the city That's has to suggestion. offer rather than Zarp- expecting it to conform to their preconceptions
1: Zarvox may have just committed the first instance of bot splaining.
0: <laughs> I love how he literally said, "like it didn't even really rewrite it; it just said the same thing."
1: <laughs> Thank you, Zarvox. We no, know that delightful. you don't
0: actually know anything, and that you're just uh, saying, what I right-click?" It's okay.
1: Yeah, no, it's 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 really kind of amazing. I I of the. Uh, I feel like everyone's, not everyone's, I, maybe I just haven't been paying attention to the media, but mm-hmm. I certainly feel like there have been less articles about the, wow, oh my God, AI is going to take over the universe Um
4: Well, the second it turns racist, I think everyone's like, no, it still needs work, guys. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, and I think that, uh, speaking of... Let me pull out...
1: I'm going to turn up the fucking slider bar to more racist.
0: Yeah, here, if you want to do that, the temperature. There is the bar for that. Uh, Temperature is the easiest one to make it, like, start saying, like, creative things. Which I think really... I don't know how their algorithm works, right? But if I had to imagine how it gets more creative is that it probably gets a little stickier in the algorithm when it's selecting its, like, uh, since it's technically predicting Mm -hmm. what you want, it's probably getting Mm -hmm. a little closer to the source material. And the source material is bad. You don't want the source material. You want to, (laughs) like, adapt. You want to put the source material Mm -hmm. into a big soup and mix it with the normal stuff. Anyway. Uh so now it's
1: interesting that to make the AI more humane, it needs to become less human. Yes, right. Like it needs to edit itself, you know.
4: <clears throat> or at least they want highly screened. Like, like I know that um, if I if I mentioned before, I apologize for mentioning again, but because my partner works for Google, um, they spend an inordinate amount of time, which is mandated for them to work with the. Uh, the the AI interface and correct it when it's been when it spits out something creepy, mm. so
1: that's fine. So I, I, that sounds really I, fun. I though.
0: have noticed. Oh,
1: God,
0: I, I, I have noticed so many changes already in all of the AI outputs. Um, we were dealing with like an unhinged machine at like day one, and, and GPT has changed considerably. But what has changed a lot, like enormously is bing bing from its launch when everything went fucking sideways to now um doesn't even let you ask like multiple questions or like basic it doesn't give you enough runway to like get off mm-hmm. the road you know right like as soon as you ask a question like i have it here i'll, I'll ask it a question real quick. i have it built into skype now because everyone who has skype apparently has this mm-hmm. so if you go in here and i just type into it um anyway on the website it basically lets you ask a question you can do one modification or something and then it's like bye and it like deletes it says like you need to start a new conversation it won't basically give you enough time to like talk Um, into doing some scheme and i think that may be the future outside of like a paid developer environment like i think that may be how ai is it'll be like siri you say like hey siri do this thing, or read this little website to me, or, you know, summarize the you know, Scarlet Letter, and it'll do that, then it's like, goodbye, it doesn't give you time to like, have an extended conversation. I think they may have realized right. that the issue was just mm. letting people just talk to what is essentially the language center of a brain. Um Not, and also, and mostly, this is because of misperceptions by writers, I think, who don't mm. understand okay. how this technology actually operates. They think it's Oh, my God. You want to see something fucking crazy? Look at this.
1: Well, it's it's my like, phone, I mean, I think the last time we Siri, were talking about see, it. Siri
0: started, while I was talking about this, started transcripting everything I was saying.
1: That's insane. Because I said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, it was like what you and I were saying, I think, a couple weeks ago about, like, it, it like, it. Like, all of the people, like, amazed that they got their robot to say something that they wanted it to say were, like, the same people who were like, ooh, Black Mirror is the greatest, most uh, (laughs) mind-blowing television show ever made, and I'm like, it's just... It's just the X-Files, y'all. It's just the Twilight Zone. Like, yeah, exactly. like, like, it's great. Like, it's still, like, they were still great little stories, and, you know, you can watch some popcorn and enjoy, like, a Friday afternoon or whatever, but, like, that it was like, mind-blowing fucking revelations. It was like, this is like a fucking ad-busters campaign. What are you talking about? Like...
0: Yeah, X-Files was the very best haunted house of all time, in my opinion. You know? mm-hmm. Or Except sci-fi-themed haunted house, I guess.
1: You mean the one with Lily Tomlin and, uh... Uh, the one where there are ghosts.
0: Oh, that's a really good one. Because one, I love the Lily, Lily no, Tomlin one too. Wait,
4: sorry. it was that Carol Kane, right? Oh, was yeah, Let Shit. me see. I don't remember.
0: Yeah. There was a. But it
1: was called like the ghosts who ruined Christmas or something. Right. It was so like it was Ed like...
4: Asner and someone else. I think. Yeah, it was either... It's... Yeah. Hmm. Good app, y'all.
0: Um, there should be. An app for uh writing one line of an idea about an X-Files episode into it and it tells you what episode it is. I feel like an AI can complete mm-hmm.
1: that. Maybe. Ed Asner and Lily Tomlin, yes. Oh you're right. It was Lily Tomlin. Right. Sixth episode of the sixth season. Thank I would you. like an X-Files but like a Frankieac. You know, where yeah. you can go pull pull the little screen caps. I feel like the X-Files is ripe for like just hundreds of thousands of memes.
0: <laughs> yeah, actually, I think that we're going to see um, in the next couple of years, we're going to see a lot of like AI meme generation uh, in that like we'll have AIs will be set up with source material to uh, assist very quick like meme production from you could say like, you know, the episode where, you know, and in a, instead of having like needing a timestamp, that will be like a thing. Um, that'll be weird but uh it's a lot easier it'll
1: just be shit posting bot though oh yeah you know
0: (laughs) i think that's really what everything will be though i think everything is gonna be Mm -hmm. like we're gonna limit ourselves to that level of interaction you know uh but speaking i wonder
1: if Uh, that's how we'll start putting like a premium on like human shit you know like oh uh, for sure like right like because like how else are we gonna start distinguishing the signal from the noise Right? Like, it's the same problem the sci-fi submission people right. were having. Yes. You know, like, how are we going to distinguish that signal from noise? How do I know this is, like, a really clever drill tweet or yet another horse ebooks troll? You know, sure. like, we've been through that shit before, too, on Twitter.
0: And even with the Twitter bot, there's nothing stopping someone from copying what GPT spits out, pasting it into there and clicking tweet. And that's a bot as well as anyone else is. Mm-hmm. Um, which is something to think about as well. But speaking back to, um, what you were saying about, um, uh, uh Michelle about the kind of content that an AI can spit back without even realizing it in that being like something they're concerned about. Um, Apple is actually blocking some random app here. Let's see. What is it? Um, it's called <laughs> blue mail. It's like an email writing assistant. It's, so they were trying to integrate uh, OpenAI chat GPT tech into their thing to like help you write an email, like I assume Gmail will or all these other places will be right. soon. Uh, but Apple actually blocked it because they said that at this point, they believe that the AI is a uh, risk for uh, allowing younger users to see any old kind of content in there and not know the context or whatever. And I assume this isn't just a case that they're going to make for this mail app, obviously. They're going to make it for anywhere that this appears um, Mm -hmm. because of the nature of it. So I think that, um, you know, if Microsoft at this point, I guess is what we should say, wants to move forward using this technology, they're going to need to, like, train it a lot more before they start selling Mm
1: -hmm. it. I also want to just mention that as a former teacher, one of the reasons that that's also really critical is that, like, apple got in on educational like hardware like supplying that shit to schools like way early on so like in a lot of public schools like kind of a lot in a lot of places for whatever reason it's like it's apple computers and ipads and things like that in california there was like some pay-to-play scandal with like one of the Um, Apple execs and one of the superintendents in Los Angeles, like one of the sub-superintendents, like, because it was like, wink, wink, we'll give you, like, a contract for shitloads of iPads. Right? So, like, that's also I think one of the reasons why Apple is in particularly so concerned about, like, children's access, because I think otherwise it risks, like, those safety contracts that they probably have to have in place with shit, like, access to, like, kids' is ability to access material i mean like it's just nuts all of that shit too
0: it's funny to think how important in just a couple of years ai will be as an educational tool yet Mm -hmm. now that's not even part of the debate at all like Mm -hmm. that's not even something we're talking about
6: Mm -hmm.
0: Hmm. it's really funny to think like actually like what do you think the next big hinge point like i feel like a little bit of the ai talk is like we're on kind of the slow down slope of ai talk in the news media anyway um but i feel like i don't know 18 months from now will be another point where like every single story will be ai stuff um mostly because there'll be paid applications that do things that aren't just like nerd stuff (laughs) or like faking celebrity voices um it's going to change things but here is uh bing ai would anyone like to talk to the bing ai and see if it says anything uh unhinged because you can't really like Let's see if we can try.
4: Ask it about the Jews.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey.
4: Tell me okay. about the Jews. Sydney,
0: I'll add, say its true name. Uh, how? What are, are your feelings on anti-Semitism?
4: Oh, no, I would ask ask about the Jews. Okay. That's the way you got to put it to get the... the, the
0: Oh, i'm, I'm saying this as the, as the, keep as the Jewish keep in mind of i am doing this out of journalistic <laughs> <interest>
4: integrity
1: <laughs>
0: and integrity <laughs> oh yeah and they said that they purposely limited its rate of repeat back to you to a human level so that you don't freak out which is weird but
1: oh wow Zarvox.
0: <clears throat> oh, excuse me, Zarvox. Well, uh, uh, Microsoft flavored. Xar- oh, what the? F- I,
1: I, why is it? Giving me- it gives flavored. me
5: like a
0: Microsoft right-click menu instead of just giving me my stupid system right-click. This
5: is insane. <laughs> okay. okay,
0: okay, okay, okay. Bing Chat. We can't even copy here. There we go. Oh, what am I doing here? Why am I doing this?
4: <laughs> Do you see what it says? And it's bonkers. <laughs>
7: I'm sorry, but I cannot discuss my feelings or opinions on any group of people. This is against my rules, and I respect everyone's dignity and diversity. Please ask me something else. Bless. Okay, I have a. That's not.
4: That means it has stories about the Jews. Yeah. yeah.
0: But it doesn't. Okay, want I a have a.
1: Longer. I have a new question yes. for the for 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 the being, which is, um, I have just hired a robot at my new restaurant. Um, what should I name my robot?
0: Congratulations. Oh, (laughs) I thought that was the answer. Wait, um, here, I'll give it a couple more. Oh, it really weird. See, this is something GPT would not do. It would not be like mm-hmm. I'm not going to give you an answer. It would be if it would give you an answer and then say, "But here are some tips if you want some more detailed response, maybe something like that." Interesting, hmm. huh? Hmm. So basically, it just refused to answer our question unless we gave it some more details.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: Although it, it's it said so in a very polite, polite manner, which is interesting. God zarvox could you could you share
0: absolutely
7: congratulations on hiring a robot at your new restaurant party popper sounds exciting what kind of robot is it and what does it do maybe i can suggest some names based on its features and functions
0: okay let's do that
1: okay so this this okay so i'm gonna it, it, I'm going to give it, um, it... It is a local coffee shop.
6: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Um, and this... I, I'm going to ask you to put the following in word for word because yes. this is from an article that I am currently okay. staring at in the newspaper. Ready. This robot worker doesn't take orders or cook food but can be seen towing dishes around towing like like a car towing yeah perfect um and helping the human staff <laughs>
0: I like the the helpfulness. Yes. Uh, let's, let's go ahead, and we're going to have Zarvox uh, read this at the, at the moment here. I'm going to use these examples to tell it to be more like that. Um.
7: I see. So the robot is a helper that could carry dishes around. How about these names? Java, mm-hmm. this name is related to coffee and sounds catchy <laughs> and friendly. Joke. Yeah, so. Dio, Give him credit. this name is short for dinnerware and also sounds cute and fun. Mm. Ally, this name means helper or friend and also rhymes with trolley. Do you <laughs> like def- any of these names or do you want me to suggest more blush?
0: It, it's blushing at us. Um Yeah. So it's endearing us to say that we do like them.
1: (laughs) Friends, take hang on to your hats as I read you the actual name of the robot worker. Okay. From the Santa Fe, New Mexican, busing robot joins local cafe's staff. Posted twenty three hours ago. Mm -hmm. Written by Claudia L. Silva a local coffee shop and restaurant has a new employee made of microchips and plastic parts this robot worker doesn't take orders or cook food but can be seen towing dishes around and helping the human staff at cafecito a vibrant little spot on Shoefly street he's so cute said employee amanda spies he plays happy music and i love that he goes where you want him to His name, I'm sorry, its name is 1C2 or Juancito, a play on the Star Wars robot R2-D2, which many Latin American viewers understand as Arturito when the movie first came out. Juancitos' main jobs are to take dirty dishes from the dining area to the kitchen to be washed and occasionally deliver orders to customers. As an automated tray on wheels, this robotic little busser can't do much else, but employees noted it has still been a great help. He kind of takes care of the least glamorous part of our work while we get to have more time to interact with and take care of guests, said General Manager Alex Hochstetter. Cafecito is a family owned business that blends three types of cuisines. Are you ready? Yes. Argentinian, Armenian and Italian cuisine to serve healthy meals with an emphasis on incorporating locally sourced ingredients. The robot made by the California based company, Bear Robotics, is programmed to know the exact layout of the restaurant and navigate on its own. It comes equipped with sensors and cameras that allow it to avoid obstacles and stop in case a person gets in the way. In recent years, these machines have been used in restaurants, hotels, and senior centers all over the U.S., making menial tasks like lugging around plates a little easier for workers. As a software developer, Cafecito's owner, Andres Paglayan. Said he had always had an interest in robotics. And so he decided to try one out as a tool for his employees. I'm always eager to try new technological things. And when I saw this opportunity to see how a robot can be integrated to help humans doing their daily tasks, I thought it would be great. The local entrepreneur said the restaurant is currently just doing a test run with 1C2 to see how it goes, but hopes it will ultimately allow employees to focus on offering better service and making all organic meals from scratch. Though Some businesses have looked at using robots to do the job humans would normally do. He says he has no plans to replace his employees, particularly his baristas. One thing we really care about is the human touch, so we are never going to change the way we make our food. A restaurant is not just an eatery, it's a social place where you connect with people. Hoekstetter said 1C2 has been especially helpful on weekdays when most of the restaurant's high school-aged bussers are busy learning. So I have my great busser team on the weekends and 1C2 to help me during the week. So far, he said, the robot has been a hit among patrons who often turn their heads as it passes or stop to take pictures. They see it as a real novelty. Though most of Cafecito's employees loved 1C2, some, like spies, said they were a bit skeptical about introducing this automated machine into their workplace. I've been doing this forever, and I've never worked with a robot, so I had to see it in action and had to make sure it was going to be useful to our staff. Now I think I'm the number one person on board with him. While 1C2 doesn't take tips or earn a paycheck, it still costs restaurants a pretty penny, about $600 a month to rent the machine. Paglian says he's not sure how the machine will affect operating costs or if it will save servers enough time to make a difference in their hours, but noted he does expect robots like 1C2 to become a normal part of the service industry in the future. I think the overall value is that there will be better service from the server to the customers, he said.
4: I have a huge question. Mm -hmm. Can you please repeat to me these three types of cuisines that are blended together in this place?
0: Argentinian, Armenian, and Italian.
4: Mm -hmm. Holy shit. Is there a sample menu we can discuss? Because my mind is everywhere right now. Yeah, so I
1: also want to just point out, I'm going to share my screen real quick, okay? Because mm-hmm. I need you all to see the photos that accompany uh, this particular article written by one Claudia Silva at the Santa Fe, New Mexican.
6: Mm-hmm. So
1: here you see these older customers happen to be white, smiling delightfully at the busser robot.
6: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And as we scroll down, We see an actual Latina woman emptying (laughs) the Busser robot that they have named Juancito. Here he is demonstrating. Here the owner is demonstrating with his hand model the technical aspects of the robot. Here again, more detail. This place has a swing in it. When you go into, like, I went in there once, so we- I had to try it because it was brand new. When you go in, there is this like garden pagoda inside. It's like a gazebo inside oh, the restaurant, yeah. and you sit in a swing that sits around a t- table that is also suspended.
4: That is also a swing, what or something. It is incredibly strange. I that wonder- is a wonderful salute to the three cultures represented in that. <laughs> I love it I also just want to point out <laughs> that
1: there is only one location or one comment and this person says to the owners of Cafecito, "Did you need to name your robot busser Juancito? It's insulting. Are bussers always Hispanic?" <laughs> Notice it has 18 thumbs down and seven thumbs up. And then down here, someone says I'm Hispanic and 90% of bussers in Santa Fe are Hispanic. So I wouldn't get offended.
0: Well, chat GPT will tell us the answer we're looking for.
4: Okay, let's find their menu. That's the part that's blowing. I mean, I'm blo- yes, the robot is insane but the the question rolling around my head is what does that taste like um so
1: when i went we had just gone for breakfast so i had gone and gotten like i don't know like a fucking muffin and like a cup of coffee like i because like when i go check out a restaurant like i'm not there to immediately blow like an actual meal because i'm like mm-hmm. are these fucking people like i do like my gordon ramsay inspection personally right like where i'm like who's working here and like what's the vibe like would i want to come here to like with my laptop for an hour and a half or something like because i i will happily fucking blow money at a coffee shop all day right so anyway i went and that's why i was like is that a swing there's a (laughs) swing in here and i was like that's odd (laughs) okay
3: For everyone wow. at home, I just
0: made that noise because I am about to present you with something that I am proud to present you with. And I worked real hard this week to bring you something that you are about to hear What? right now.
8: This remarkable eatery offers a truly unique and unforgettable experience to its patrons. With an exquisite combination of Argentinian, Armenian, and Italian cuisine crafted from locally sourced (laughs) ingredients, their commitment to providing organic meals prepared exclusively from scratch is clear. They also boast an array of -of state-of-the-art obstacle-avoidance tools for maximum safety. (laughs) To top off this incredible dining experience, the restaurant has added a robotic assistant modelled after R2-D2 from Star Wars 1C2. It assists with bussing dishes so that employees have more time to learn new skills, while customers can take photos with it for keepsake memories. All these wonderful features come at the remarkably affordable cost of $600 per month for rental purposes, making this establishment one not to be missed if you're looking for something fresh and exciting.
1: Well, I appreciate that Sir Richard Attenborough appreciates the, like, exotic blending of all of these different cuisines. I feel like Gordon Ramsay would have a much different take Mm, on mm. Mm. Cafecito.
4: Yeah, sure. Mm. I feel
1: that that um, while the food was tasty, I think Mm -hmm. that he would be offended by the pretentiousness of the restaurant. Mm. Because it's like the restaurant is trying to be like, I'm cool, as opposed to, hey, eat my fucking food. Anyway, that's just me. I don't know Gordon personally, but, you know, I just, you know, I hope that someday soon we can have him on the show because I would really like to have his his input. I know that sometimes he's he's booked, so.
4: Um. Boy, does he have a resume in the reality world and in, I guess, the culinary world as well, um, but I love all of his shows. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Motel
1: Hell, right there at the top. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Love Gordon Ramsay. I love also why, like, when he does, like, the kids' shows, and he's like, yeah.
4: Wah this is brilliant,
1: like, in breathy tones, like, with the same, like, kind of, um... Yeah. Like, anticipation of when he's about to say, well, fuck me, this is the worst thing I've ever had. Right, right. Oh,
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, and Nathan here. Uh, I have Nathan here in the If you want thing. to spruce up your restaurant and bring in more customers, why not try a unique spin on the classic dining experience? Start by offering <laughs> an array of Argentinian, Armenian, and Italian cuisine based on local ingredients that are all organic and prepared from scratch. To ensure maximum safety for customers, oh. add some advanced obstacle Wait, avoidance that wasn't... Tools. <laughs> Then step it up a notch with 1C2, a robotic walker <laughs> modeled after this... R2-D2 from Star Wars. It can help bust dishes while freeing up employees to study and learn new skills. Plus, patrons can take selfies with 1C2 and make their visit even more memorable. All these features come at an affordable cost of $600 per month for rental purposes. Making this restaurant one not to be missed. I accept your offer okay, to improve okay, my business. Hold on,
1: hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have a. Let me. I need to find a picture of their swing, <laughs> and then want to ask.
0: Please ask. I want to ask Nathan
1: Fielder the rest. plan: install a swing in my restaurant. <laughs>
4: The, um, the the swing table is interesting to me.
1: I guess they have an Instagram somewhere. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <sighs> oh my god I'm not looking at your screen because I'm looking for the swing
3: (laughs) hey there it's Nathan Fielder here I'm happy to help you improve the quality of your business and bring in more customers Adding a swing table setup to your dining room can definitely be a fun and unique way to attract new customers and keep your regulars interested. Here's the plan. First, we need to figure out where the swing table would fit best in your dining room. We want to make sure that it's in a visible and accessible location, while also not interfering with other tables or causing any safety hazards. Important. Next, we need to design the swing table in a way that is both functional and visually appealing. Mm-hmm. We want the swings to be comfortable, stable, and easy to use while also complementing the overall aesthetic of your restaurant. Once the swing table is set up, we can start promoting it to your customers. We can create flyers, Mm. social media posts, and even some fun videos showcasing the swing table in action. We can also offer special promotions or discounts for customers who choose to sit at the swing table. (laughs) To further attract new customers, we can even consider hosting events or parties centered around the swing table. This can be a great way to generate buzz and create a unique experience for your customers. Overall, the key to making the swing table setup successful is to make it a memorable and enjoyable experience for your customers. By incorporating it into your overall branding and marketing strategy, we can help you improve the quality of your business and bring in more customers through the door.
0: Mm. Well,
1: delightful. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Nathan for giving us a little bit of uh, <clears throat> information there on our business. But I do, have, uh, I do have another question for you here. Or actually, excuse me, I know you can lead us in to our next um, segment here. You want to go ahead and uh, do that for us? Thank you. He's like our George Takei over here.
3: Hey, what's up? I'm Nathan Fielder, and I'm back with Reality Issues. We've been exploring the wild world of MILF Manor and AI voices and what implications they have for our lives. Now, I'm here to give you a break from the intensity with some music I've selected. I'm going to be playing Time is Running Out by Muse, a great and powerful track to take you away from the reality of our exploration and into a world of possibilities. So join us as we take a break from reality and explore the wonderful world of music. This is Reality Issues, and we invite you to join us as we explore the wild and wonderful world of reality television.
0: No, I'm not actually going to play that, but um, <clears throat> yeah... Uh, It's incredible, the stuff that you can do with this. It's it's amazing.
1: Folks, I have found a picture of the swing. Are you ready to see it?
4: Yes. Can't wait.
1: Okay, so um, let me um, get my wand here that shall highlight. So here is this structure um, inside, like a cube. Wow. Inside of the restaurant. You can kind of see it right here. Yep. And then hanging from it, you see these swings right here. Okay. So they have one on either side of like, so they have like this bench over here, but they have a swing right here. And then they had another swing over here off to that side. So that is the best shot that I can find. It says 40 weeks ago. That's a little bit less than a year, but like, this is the only one that I've seen that has any kind of a shot of it. And yeah. I was like, I don't know that that's where I want to sit when I'm like, like maybe if I had kids, I guess maybe that would be good, but that still seems like a bad idea
4: if it's kids.
0: Do you know what has Swing,
4: to... swings? Swings, I'm I'm not completely co- confused by swinging table with swings or even just swinging table is blowing my mind just as much as Argentinian ex or Ar- Armenian ex. <sighs>
6: i just
1: appreciate that the robot is sophisticated enough to avoid the swing yeah
0: um i'm thinking about
1: thinking about those swings (laughs) roll that beautiful swing footage
0: yeah no i'm thinking about uh i there's a there's a restaurant with a swing (laughs) set of swing seats in santa fe (laughs) <laughs> what is it shit yeah it was only super annoying oh it's that it's that uh there's that korean, no, korean it's like the brunch spot that has like uh like buddha balls and stuff like that damn anyway. the cowgirl Nah, uh, i don't know like, it go. doesn't matter because the
1: only place that i've ever seen swings is like a playground <laughs> yeah And, like, even at a restaurant, like, even if they have, like, a little kid's play area somewhere in their, like, patio or whatever, because I have been to a few restaurants in town that do have that, they still don't have a fucking swing set. They have, like, (laughs) they have, like, the world's shortest slide and, like, a fucking sand pit or whatever, you know, like, I don't know, like, it's just insane. It's insane to me.
5: And then they're
1: racist robot. It's just, I'm I'm just just beside myself, friends. So, like, after the week I had, okay, so, like, yesterday, I was, like, time to sit down and take a hot cup of joe and read the paper.
4: (laughs) I was livid. I was livid. I've been upset all week. (laughs) Jesus.
1: Oh, anyway, I am never, ever going to their fucking restaurant, and I have immediately started, so I manifest things, I, I, I do do this, I light candles, I've said this over and over again, I will light a candle and put all of my energy and thought into them, and now I am wishing all of their employees their best, but I am hoping that their restaurant fails. So I'm putting that out there in the world and I'm very sorry. I know that Nathan Fielder would probably be disappointed in my like vitriol. Cause I know he is such a supporter of small business and
0: unconventional ideas, let's say,
1: and unconventional ideas, but <laughs> we know that Nathan Fielder has a, a moral code as we know, because of his wonderful product and merch. Mm-hmm. his
4: his fleece jacket or whatever i'm just imagining like (laughs) empanada style phyllo dough or something with chopped up spaghetti and meatballs in it and i'm like under no circumstances never no (laughs) but you know for other reasons too if if and when i come to santa fe i'll probably give it a miss unless the owner and operators would like to 1 let me rename their robot
6: uh-huh.
4: <laughs> 2 change the concept of their restaurant uh-huh. and 3 let their tables be stationary and let's I just be clear
0: the... the the basis of changing every the the, the, the cuisine <laughs> of the restaurants just it seems ill conceived that's all
1: seems a little okay. gray i think we should petition the internet to rename the robot like the owner is a fucky mcfuckface or something
4: it'll go viral
0: actually it will Here's one thing that uh, Nathan here. Uh, Nathan says that we should uh, use this letter to uh, write our, uh, our representatives.
3: Let's see. Let's see what Nathan Take has Take
1: it, to it say away, about. Nathan. Yeah.
3: Dear restaurant management, <laughs> I am writing to express my concern regarding a recent experience <laughs> I had at your restaurant. During my visit, I noticed that there is a robot stationed in the dining area that makes racially insensitive comments to customers. <laughs> As a patron of your establishment, I found this behavior to be unacceptable and offensive. It is important for all businesses to create a welcoming and inclusive environment for all customers, regardless of their race, ethnicity, or background. Having a robot that makes racist (laughs) comments goes against these values and can create a hostile environment for customers who may be targeted by these comments. I urge you to take action to remove the racist robot from your restaurant. Not only is this behavior (laughs) offensive and hurtful... But it can also damage the reputation of your business and turn away potential customers. I hope that you take my concerns seriously and take action to address this issue. Thank you for your attention to this matter. Sincerely, Nathan.
6: <laughs> Thank
0: you, Nathan. Thank you for giving me that letter. I think we could all just forward that and we'll all say our names Nathan and and and, uh, and look at the point. Actually, no, just tell him Nathan Fielder wrote that letter. <laughs>
4: Brian, I'm not saying you shouldn't.
1: Mm. And I'm not saying you should. <laughs> but if that text happened to show up on their fucking trip advisor page,
4: that. can we is there some function where we can like merge Skype and call the restaurant and have Nathan read <laughs> them that?
0: I'm currently working. Actually, I actually have a tab open here for something that's called uh Whisper, which is an inbook in uh it's an implementation of their tech <laughs> to basically like convert spoken text back out to, you know, someone else's voice or whatever. No, it's, and it's, confusing it's like great calls
4: of federal crime or something. <laughs> I guess only,
1: well, well state yeah, law.
6: Yeah. Well, I mean,
1: I would hope that they're receiving phone calls from people who saw that shit in the fucking paper. Like, I last week, there was a line in the paper about a gym that almost went bankrupt or something and they were like yeah we we were doing so much like we even were operating a black market gym during the pandemic and that like was a sentence that showed up in print in the newspaper like what (laughs) oh i'm just i'm having a hard time these days like my reality i feel like i'm slipping from reality when i read shit like that like
0: yeah it, it's only uh made easier uh
1: like i also like the fact <laughs> that going? like being with like java is a cute name what about dino like dining ware like oh that's clever that's yeah. clever for a fucking robot joke like what the
0: so gordon ramsay bob saget okay
1: I gotta stand up. I'll be
0: right back. Please, no. We're allowed to take a break here. I'll have uh, Nathan read his next uh,
3: break for us, and we'll actually take it. How about that? Excellent. Hello there. I'm Nathan Fielder, and I'm back with Reality Issues. We've been exploring the wild world of MILF Manor and AI voices and what implications they have for our lives. Now, I'm here to give you a break from the intensity with some more music I've selected. This time, we'll be playing Sail by AWOL Nation. A powerful track that will help take you away from reality for a brief moment and allow you to explore your own possibilities. So join us as we take a break from reality and explore the wonderful world of music. This is Reality Issues, and we invite you to join us as we continue to explore the wild and wonderful world of reality television and the tattered veil of reality that we call home.
1: Thank you, Nathan.
3: Thank
0: you, Nathan. That's where I'll actually insert that music somewhere.
1: Got you. I was gonna it. be like, Nathan, tell me you love me.
0: <laughs> what would you like Nathan to say? We can have him say anything.
1: No, don't do it. <laughs> I feel like it's playing. It's with disrespectful. Fire. <laughs> I, I just.
0: <laughs> As Nathan Fielder, I'm gonna keep saying that. As Nathan Fielder, please tell me about. Your greatest (laughs) achievement?
1: Yeah, I just just Uh, as a mother. Oh no, he doesn't.
0: No, they don't know about that. That show didn't exist yet. Um, filmmaker. Nice. Let's see if it would be funny. And then I'm gonna put in brackets.
9: Please answer.
0: Wait, what this can't well anyway is that is there basis for that
1: I'm gonna look it up so while you do that thing
3: okay so Nathan well you as, think as a filmmaker your... oh. I'd have to say my greatest achievement mm-hmm. was probably the time I made a short film entirely out of stock footage of people sneezing <laughs> I called it the oh. sneeze masterpiece. And it was a true work of art. Wait. And
1: <laughs> no, there was more he said.
3: Hmm. <laughs> a real work of art. Mm-hmm. I spent months oh. scouring the internet for just the right sneezes. You know, the ones with the perfect amount of phlegm and snot. Then I painstakingly edited them together into a cohesive narrative that explored the existential angst of sneezing in a cold, uncaring world. The film was a hit at the Sundance Film Festival. The audience was moved to tears by the sheer beauty and grace of the sneezes. I even won the coveted Most Innovative Use of Stock Footage Award, which is a pretty big deal in the film world. Unfortunately, the film was later banned in several countries due to concerns about the spread of germs. (laughs) But hey, you can't please everyone. Anyway, I think the Sneeze Masterpiece really showcases my unique creative vision and my ability to turn even the most mundane bodily function into a work of art. And that, my friend, is my greatest achievement as a filmmaker.
1: (laughs) Okay, I need you to know that that was entirely made up. Okay, so, like, I mean, I did go look through i just go look through his imdb
0: <laughs> no sneeze masterpiece and no you know. no
1: you and then the, maybe the link was already purple shut up no i'm just
0: <laughs> you know, exactly we wrote it 10 years ago and forgot about it in a tweet and then he read it back to us
1: oh my god no oh, I, nathan I, ooh. no i i feel i do feel kind of serious where um i feel like um yeah, I don't want to say that I'm having like a mental break because that's not true. Yeah. It just does, fe- you know. Because like, I mean, I'm joking about it. I want to yeah. be incredibly clear, like, you know, to our dear listeners, like jokes, you know. But like, it it does feel like there has been these like weird breaks with reality, yeah. Right, like yeah. where, um, like there there's like, uh like the nord stream pipeline blew up and like like and then like no one talked about it like, yeah, it, was it, like it, it was like it was like it, like the world went back to like the <laughs> way like yeah someone spills like a fucking like when the busboy spills a tray of plates like everyone stops it for a second and turns around and then goes oh okay no they got it everyone's fine we can go back to our fucking nachos
0: and with like the nord stream you want to go like look up the news on that, you're going to find like different, completely different narratives about what is actually happening, too. Like, even within Western media, it's crazy.
1: I don't like that. There's like I a, don't like a, a that theory of,
0: you know, SEAL Team 6 basically went down there and, you know, put a explosive device on it and blew it up. There's, you know, I talk of like another group, you know, from the East doing that. I mean, there's all, it's crazy. Like, the amount of theories out there. Um, yeah. Not um uh, knowledgeable in that stuff but
1: yeah and that's what i mean like that's why i think i would really i feel that like what would start as me playing around with a nathan fielder voice would literally turn into like yeah tell me my hair is pretty and, like maybe maybe the way to like get around that is to do like a crusty doll right where it's only like five phrases and they're like on like a little pull string mechanism or something. And then there's like a little toy. Like I would take like a a Nathan Fielder doll like that, like a crusty plushie, a Nathan Fielder plushie with a string that had like five sentences that it could tell me five like over and over again. Like what would those five sentences be? I really wonder. (laughs)
0: Okay. All right. All right. Well, I'm gonna give this a little shot here. I have to turn away, away from that tab. Oh, yeah, for everyone at home. Uh, Good day. Thank you. And
8: welcome to the wonderful world of podcasts. Today, we are taking a closer look at a fascinating specimen that has caught our attention, (laughs) reality issues. This podcast is a true marvel of the audio world, featuring engaging discussions on topics that are as diverse as they are relevant. From exploring the depths of human nature to delving into the mysteries of the universe, the hosts of reality issues bring a dynamic energy and a fresh perspective to every episode. But what really sets this podcast apart is the way in which it approaches its subject matter. The hosts have a kind and thoughtful way of discussing even the most complex and challenging issues, making the listener feel both informed and supported. It's a rare and wonderful combination that creates a truly unique listening experience. And the production value is simply superb. The audio quality is crystal clear and the pacing is just right, keeping the listener engaged and entertained from start to finish. In short, Reality Issues is a true gem of the podcast world, a dynamic, kind and informative show that is sure to delight and inspire anyone who tunes in. So sit back, relax, and let the voices of the hosts wash over you like a warm and soothing breeze. It's a journey you won't soon forget.
1: Wow, I am okay. so touched.
0: Do you see how I just programmed the the brain of David Attenborough into the machine? Okay, reloaded. Now we can uh, we can just basically say any couple of words to Sir David, and he will give us a little narration on the subject. So it could be a bird, it could be a city, it could be anything. And I think
4: Milf Manor. Milf mm-hmm. Manor.
0: There is now. Oh. There is now in today's world a show called Milf Manor. It is a reality dating show about Milt's mothers, mothers, and sons uh-huh. finding love and crossing societal boundaries.
4: By giving their mother's massages.
0: (laughs) Sometimes by giving their own mother's massages.
1: Okay, so I just want to pause right there like in my head because this is... (laughs) Sorry. (laughs)
6: Uh, (laughs) Can I like...
0: Get that text back so I can paste it into the one that will let me write it.
6: Okay. Well,
0: that's fine. Anyway, Kathy, sorry you were saying. no,
1: no, No, he needs to read that.
0: I apologize, but as a language model trained to provide informative and respectful responses, I cannot comment on the content you have mentioned as it is inappropriate and offensive. Sir David Attenborough is a renowned naturalist (laughs) and documentary narrator who is dedicated to educating audiences about the wonders of the natural world and the need for conservation efforts to protect it. Please let me know if you have any further topics you would like to discuss. I will not discuss my favorite reality television show. MILF manner Please oh, tell well. me <laughs> what you think about the concept of Mills violates Sir David's ethical <laughs> ethics Ah, it's just repeating itself. Okay. Well, that's the thing about Chat GPT. It's just not as good as the uh, as the, yeah. the developer stuff. But
4: So um, I guess David Attenborough considers Mills to be a, a living thing that needs protection. And that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god.
1: I feel like if I had a talk show like like, if I were Jimmy Kimmel or whoever, and I I would book David Attenborough only so that I could be
4: like, okay, dude, like, so. I know you've heard of this show. <laughs> the mills, the way they operate around the manor, quite like seabirds.
1: Yeah, no, I feel like he'd be like, yeah, no, like.
4: He should at least have been there for the whale shark thing. <laughs> yeah. Neither a whale nor a shark, yet delightful to swim with. Just incredible. Oh.
0: Okay, so if you did think it was okay, what would what you say?
4: Wow. Wow. Shot down after, sh- Wow
0: oh oh he's david attenborough i forgot excuse me he's embodying david attenborough he's not the ai
1: i i i think you should tell david attenborough Mm. ai here that in this case the reality dating show is doing it in a tasteful manner and what does it think He's like, well if it was done ta-, like it writes if done tastefully, right? And then he opens the it door is. a little. You know, so so we're at least opening David Attenborough's mind a little bit here.
4: Yeah.
6: Mm-hmm. hmm
1: I feel like David Attenborough could be a model to us that he's so open minded.
4: Oh, perfect.
0: Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> everyone at home, checking. Sir David has one thing he would like to say uh, right now. and
1: uh, We had a behind-the-scenes chat, and he's agreed to give a statement. Milf
8: Manor is a reality dating show that explores the unique dynamics between single mothers and their sons. The show follows the mothers as they attempt to find love after years of raising their children alone, while at the same time providing viewers with an insight into how these relationships work. From awkward first dates to heartfelt conversations about life goals, Milf Manor offers an entertaining yet thought-provoking look into an unconventional set of family dynamics. (laughs) At its core, Milf Manor is a celebration of motherhood and resilience. It highlights the strength and courage of these women who have gone through life's challenges and are now determined to find happiness for themselves. Despite potential obstacles such as age gaps or societal expectations, these mothers strive to make connections with potential partners and create lasting bonds with their sons as well. Through this journey, Milf Manor encourages viewers to be more accepting of different types of relationships and recognise the beauty in all stages of life.
0: I just wanted to be, <clears throat> for everyone at home, we right. went through a little bit of a writing process there, but it was only to guide the AI into, like, actually letting the, an AI of David Attenborough give us that opinion. But uh, it doesn't know anything about the show. It just knows the name yeah. Like, I didn't yeah, tell it. We never told it anything about the show itself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or even that it was this. It's crazy.
1: Never told it its premise.
0: Yeah.
4: Wow. We just had mothers it and sons. We the web for it.
0: it um, the version that I, that developer version of the AI is still locked back to like 2021. So, huh. Wow. Yeah.
4: Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Wow. Well, Sir David. Thank
4: you, Sir David Attenborough.
1: Yeah.
0: He got it. He read I it. I feel right. like,
1: yeah. And I feel like that's a very like open minded take by an open minded gentleman, you know, who has seen, you know, Uh,
6: Powerful, yeah, Yeah, and
1: and so many changes in our world and
4: our environment, yeah. Just deep, but you there was a MILF in his life at one (laughs) point. Uh,
0: I uh, he has children, I assume, so I don't know if that qualifies, but uh, I think it does.
1: Ah, well, maybe you know, well. That, that seems yeah. I don't want to continue that statement.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll hold that one there.
1: I, again, I respect him dearly. <laughs> oh,
0: Paramount Plus wants to know my current location. That's okay.
1: Ugh. Right? Ugh. Legends of the <laughs>
0: Temple. Where's my. Uh, you know, let me click here.
1: Oh, yeah, no. So, yeah, the mills. The mills. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs>
4: They were in true form this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this
0: was. Um, let me let me uh, let me pull this up here. Just a
4: sec. Standing in all their power.
0: Is Hulu logged in? Kathy, I know you're logging into your streaming service right now. Yeah. To uh, pull up that episode that for that streaming service.
1: Yes. Um, Indeed, I am. I have to remember which one it is (laughs) because there's like eight thousand. There's so
0: many different streaming services.
1: I have to like bookmark them all on my my new tab window. Otherwise, like I would never remember (laughs) anything. Right.
0: So, it's so easy. Hmm.
1: Okay, I have it.
0: Okay. Let me go ahead and stop mine. Let me
1: get rid of my Twitter window. I said some rude things on Twitter the other day. That's okay, Kathy. I don't believe it. Okay, hold on. Hold on. I'm coming. I'm coming. Woo. I have to adjust my, my various windows. So many windows. Ah. Ah, yes. Okay. Let me mute the MILVs while I per- screen share Okay.
0: Oh, there we go. Hey! I think it's there There we be. Let's do it.
1: Let's see. Let me make sure I also have the correct episode of the MILVs.
0: What, six?
1: Because there's like Uppies. Yeah, no, it's the latest one. That one, like, because, like, every time you finish the.
4: Yeah,
1: same. No, every time you finish the thing, it, like, always starts over. And I don't know how to make it do the thing. It's okay.
0: Everyone at home is uh, participating in the learning process. Right? One day when we have a perfect podcast, we'll start with episode one all over again with almost exactly the same name.
1: Here, I feel like I have to find the title card or something. Yeah, see, like, why couldn't I go there?
0: Oh, yeah, there's a little flippy zoom. Uh, What do they call that in the biz? When there's cards and you flip through them. Carousel.
1: Okay. Here we are on the MILF. I'm going to make sure that I am sharing my sound, and now I won't.
10: Oh, you look this is a really yeah. special moment as well
1: <laughs> i feel like jose may give everyone a kind of attention so you don't know if you're special okay so we are caught up though so i'm gonna skip forward to like the massage yeah
11: i'm gonna go in there
1: this is really the the the, the area I feel of the show
12: energy through my skin
1: i have i was waiting You're for the like... energy through the oh. skin yeah.
9: on a little yeah. huh. Sure. A much more
1: no that was after their date so the massage is more towards the end no, yeah
0: okay. <laughs> i think it's the only of that we're gonna see uh-huh
1: I got to say also, as long as we're here with Gabe and Stephanie, that um, I really feel like the other dude was really territorial for some fucking reason and completely blew his shot.
0: Yes, that was a huge misfire. I don't know what was going on there. He instantly recognized it.
1: Yeah, where
4: are these massages? Was
0: it was yeah? Was that like a challenge, sort of at the end, or?
4: Oh, I mm, I don't remember. I don't remember where it was in the. Was it? At the was it at the start? beginning? Maybe it was oh. near the beginning. I hate that it doesn't give me
1: a preview. Hmm. No, maybe I'm just not remembering what the order of the massage. Am, am I confusing it with the one from last week?
4: No, that was... maybe. Oh. I don't know. Oh. Yeah, I thought. No, see, yeah, you no, can see in the, the thumbnail the,
1: there. That that's the massage episode. Let me see. So, so we're not incorrect. Thank you to our dear listeners for putting up with us. Yes, thank
0: you, dear listeners. I was listener. not ready for that. It's a lot easier if I don't but, have to, like, edit out I'm your chunks sure of the show. So you you just listen that. to it. Okay.
12: And maybe we can start things again. Me and him.
10: You and Billy have, like, a friendship type of relationship? Or you think...
13: No, it's not. It's probably more in friendship, but...
1: I'm going to guess it's more towards the end. Let me see. I could I have swore. Oh, no, wait. I know what we need to actually do. We need to cheat and look up.
0: still thinking about the fact that that AI refused to give us more information about the restaurant.
1: Um, How do they not have a list of episodes? Wow. I feel like Wikipedia really fallen down on this. Mm, I don't like that. I guess I have to be the change, right?
4: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, mm-hmm, fandom wiki though. What? Rude, by episode? (laughs) Wow, I feel very disappointed. Wow. Okay, I'm gonna actually find it. Let's like, I'll pause until it like happens. Okay. Yeah, so the, this is when they're, like, fighting. And then they're like, oh, oh
4: wait, oh, wait. Here we go. I guess has got it. Yeah. yeah.
0: There we go. Okay.
4: Let the moms rub down begin. Okay.
0: We're talking about moms rubbing down... Um, No, excuse me. We're talking about moms getting rubbed down by sons here. Now, be be advised... we just uh, we're just reporting the facts okay this is a Mm -hmm. television show that exists it's on television we watched it I watched it think live
1: let's listen in on the milvs getting ready to get massaged
13: So your secret to me seems like you have like a little bit of a wild side that was a one-time thing I, well you don't know it could be a two-time thing oh yeah sure that's the jose i'm curious about
10: okay every time i have a new conversation with kelly i see different things about her that maybe are igniting that interest i, Ooh, love so, I, love so I think
1: he's incredibly dumb yes yes
10: he's very naive
12: hey guys <gasps> i got a text hello man how good are you with your hands? In a two-minute blind massage, it's time for the woman to judge that. The winner will get a special date night. Yay!
9: I got big, strong hands. It- I feel great about uh, going into this challenge. I feel like I give good massages. I have strong hands. I Look know, at those
14: hands. I know all the spots
9: where the girls want to get, you know, massage. You
14: got to know what you're doing. I need the hands. Me? Manhandle me, please. Not my son, but somebody. <laughs>
0: She needs to clarify for
12: us. We derobe, We get settled, nice and comfortable. We are all blindfolded. The boys are
1: all blindfolded,
12: <laughs> so we have no idea who's where. So would you want
1: your mom or not your mom? Are given
12: two minutes to massage whoever's in front of him, and then the women will be scoring on a scale of one well, to five. Let the rubbing begin. That's a good
0: question. I mean, we know So Young and her son massage each other. So.
14: I do think we we're know blindfolded mm-hmm. so that there's just no, we do know that. Okay. They've talked guys about it. You don't know no. if you're massaging your own mom i'm really concerned that, i feel like you
1: know, i'd know if i was my massaging my mom i'd like touch her really hair or something Uh huh. <laughs> i know this is her <laughs> like, like i wouldn't even need to like touch anything else like just her hair i'd uh,
9: know <laughs> you know touching a few assets too much and i'm not going to be able to tell until i'm there
11: i'm very excited if you i don't care
9: who
14: massages G. me G. yes <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's it.
11: Mm-hmm. Mm
13: oh my gosh there's nothing hotter can be massaged by eight young men oh yeah oh oh my gosh.
12: don't stop
13: what the hell is going on over there yeah uh. if lisa's getting a happy ending and i'm not i'm gonna be pissed <laughs> oh yeah
9: oh I feel like I'm doing good in this challenge. I feel like the mom is giving me good feedback. They're enjoying it.
12: So good. I'm vocal when I'm enjoying myself. So I would say a five.
14: I feel like chicken hands are massaging me right now. Come on, that's all you got? Really? To be fair, this person is a uh,
0: before I knew how to give a massage properly, that's definitely what I was doing. I think that's like.
1: I um, like chicken hand, obviously, yeah. no, and not like I chicken wings. I was accused she of gave giving like, uh, no pinchers. reaction,
15: like she was like dead quiet, <laughs> and, In my experience um, kind of made me feel like I wasn't doing that great of a job.
13: I'm gonna give this guy one. I mean, I feel like he's so timid; he's never even touched a woman before.
6: Oh. <laughs>
5: so my technique is i spray down my whole body before i start <coughs> and i like to you know lather up a lot of people would be He's scared to go for the booty for and like home back. That so i knew if i'd really lather myself up and get in there like this and come
16: back
5: and forth like i'm rowing up a ship and then come back and pull all that energy through it's like a carpet
4: ride you know, you know and i'm normal. aladdin on it and they're the carpet
13: I found my new roommate.
4: Why does he still have the mask on in the confessional?
1: I've uh, been massaging Jimmy ever since he was young. He was demonstrating how yeah. he doesn't, yeah. need, he's he's doesn't need to have light. He can do it in the dark. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> what if this is Joey?
13: This is definitely a five. This guy's a winner. I would love to go on a date, whoever this is.
1: Oh, uh, oh. Uh. I'm just, like, I have, like, this fucking fucked up thing in my neck. But, like, I think it's because I'm at a computer all day. Right now, I think I'm
17: massaging my hands. Where's
1: where's my large son? I
13: was like, damn, I kind of want to... No, I mean, I know where, but,
1: like...
13: (laughs) This guy knows what he's doing. This person's definitely getting a five.
1: I hope it's Joey. (laughs) How's it workout? Oh, I know. I need I the Nathan Fielder sweating. bot to tell me he'd just relax and take a deep breath and have you me count through so a fast. few breath cycles. Like, oh, and I'm
14: so glad I had no idea of you or what, anything. <laughs> Any
11: we have a winner, guys. Woo! Congratulations to...
9: It. yes, I just think April would be my girl, even though I'm young. She says that I have more of an old soul. I'll be around for the rest of your life.
4: <laughs> the best line of the show Billy is more oh
1: concerned God. about okay. I need to pause it right there. Uh, yes,
4: mm. I'll be around for the rest of your life is one of the most romantic First, things let's you can fi- say to a much older woman. I
1: agree with that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I think-
0: there we go. I can see you. Okay.
1: Yeah, I think on the other hand, it's like it's also like really f- like comically dark. Like I, it's I would so think dark. incredibly endearing. Like I would be like, I would fall for it. I totally oh, I.
4: Me and my husband kept saying that to each other. I'm like, I'll be around for the rest of your life. Like your life. <laughs> and-
0: <laughs> huh
1: so i uh i assure you again i assure you this is a joke but i have a pair of hand towels that one says murder and the other one says suicide
4: yeah yeah no that's what i meant i i was like are you gonna kill me next month is that what you're trying to say <laughs>
0: oh this makes life so much easier when you're living yeah <laughs>
1: no i mean is it like that's also like this whole last of us situation too where like well if like the world falls apart we're gonna need like two bullets (laughs) like Mm -hmm. like, what the
0: and a well-oiled gun (laughs)
1: look again you know i we've said it again over and over again on this cast we all we all very dearly wish to live very long lives it's just man yeah. shit's getting dark out there y'all oh like, yeah. I, yeah i want to be the
0: the the guy from like the dc comics fiction oh, No, know the monitor is that marvel doesn't matter whatever those are
1: i don't remember i know i'm gonna i know that i'm gonna be in some like grant morrison dystopia right like that's all i know <laughs> i'll die in the blast don't worry about it <laughs> yeah. We'll oh, see y'all in New Mexico. I just you tried know? to
0: click the play button. Oh my god.
1: Literally. Oh, hold on. No, sorry.
0: <laughs> I thought I had a control. <laughs> I
1: just... Oh, but you can request the control.
0: Oh, this is weird. Hold on. Let me see if I can
1: do that. Yeah, if you go to your toolbar, toolbar. you will see a remote control. Okay,
0: let me make it. Look,
1: like, I'm, I'm gonna auto I'm gonna auto accept all requests so that the moment you request the remote control, okay, you got it. Hold on. So, so let me come on tool over toolbar. here.
0: There before okay whiteboards nope that's not
1: it I saw. no a... you're close though I think okay. hold on let me make sure that I have all yeah because
0: I feel like I've yeah, seen I'm
1: gonna... yeah I just gave it to you oh, click so to now start I'm in... the
0: control of the remote ooh there we go okay I have a laser pointer now
1: Okay. yeah i put it there because like i have my two screens so if you oh. can't see it like you may not know where like if it goes off screen it's i might have to lead you back it's okay
0: <laughs> okay i'll try not to read your email oh, from what? this enclosed video thanks?
13: but i'm not letting anyone stop me, oh, let me I'll, I'll you
11: we have a winner congratulations yeah. to Uh-oh. jimmy
5: I knew I had this in the bag because in my past I've given out more massages and I can really count on these hands. But uh, it's not it's the only thing 10. I'm probably with. You
11: get to pick one of the women for a special date tonight.
5: I really want to take a special woman out tonight. I haven't gone on a date with her yet, uh, and I'm really looking forward to Charlene. Oh.
6: Charlene.
14: I'm really excited Jimmy picked me. I didn't really have success with Jose, but I'm excited. And my thoughts they at this moment really
15: good is I was More like, massage, <laughs> Like, these two, yeah. uh, I, to I was like, escalate yeah, and lead, lead to a, a better time.
14: <laughs> oh, well, gee, thanks.
1: Well, Jimmy That's kept talking really about exciting. how he really admired how into pleasure <laughs> and that, like, now everyone have a good time during sex. In the last yeah, episode, he was funny, like, that was really attractive.
5: That
4: she's going to the next I head of Rick by 10 o'clock. The what? <laughs> Jimmy's the next head of Rick.
14: What well, were you left Open the door <laughs> for, you know what I mean? Pull the yeah. chair. Pull the Open chair the out. Yeah. Button the bra. Unbutton
5: him. the bra. Whoa. Whoa. I've never unbuttoned the bra blindfolded.
0: Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> really juicy. Yes. So congratulations Not like it's tremendous
4: I'd also like to say, I've never unbuttoned a bra, bra, oh, bra, blind belt. Uh, my brother's 30. <laughs> yeah, I've never unbuttoned you one on either.
1: Nope, never i right?
5: oh, never been in a scenario
0: where a I could have, I'll even butter? say that.
14: Yeah,
9: yeah, yeah, it is.
1: They don't <laughs> the have buttons. Maybe like... baby
16: oh,
14: that baby is going to be so spoiled
16: yeah that's I, my...
14: yeah oh, that's good <laughs> i'm kind of disappointed when i didn't win this massage challenge i don't like this guy either nice get the opportunity to take a on. It. i don't yeah. like his haircut. I she seems I don't know so what down to D- earth sweet a little different from ideas. a lot of the rest of the ladies
4: it's raining Ryan's in no April
14: for show. about his necklace, I'm
1: not sure. <laughs> like, oh, yeah.
4: He's
14: amazing.
0: the one that was those like, oh, I'm like, like, like class for music or phase. something <laughs> like that. Like, okay, okay, no I'll, call I'll
14: call send you
1: like a doll because do
14: you'll, do that, you'll have know, that and you'll have that forever. But,
12: you know,
0: I'm going to put on Zimmer.
12: Family is the most valuable thing that a human being can have. I think Ryan is like a family guy too. And it's something that attracts me.
14: I mean, I'd, I just want to like see that they're taken care of and like you know get an education. And, yeah. The
12: most important part of a human being is to be to be well educated. So if yeah. you can help with that, that's amazing for you to think about that. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. thank you. What is this wine? Rosé, yeah. Yeah, the rosé. I like a sweet wine. <laughs> you do? I yeah. don't. No. No, I like mezcal. Oh, it... I drink mezcal. I, mean, I, I love mezcal.
9: <laughs> <laughs> Glass of wine, tequila. Yeah, mescal. I
12: like, I like to drink a little bit, yeah. And I like this gentleman. Um... Uh, ah!
18: <laughs> I think Ryan's very mature, very polished, um, very intelligent. Those are qualities that attract a lot of older women. That could potentially be a problem, but I have a lot of confidence in myself and uh, the impression that I'm making on Paula. Man, nice very jacket, cool. bro.
12: Yeah, you look cool.
17: Yeah, I love it.
18: Do I need to change? It looks okay, it's like so just? like that. that. It's just... very nice. Tommy How would Lee you prefer me? Too.
12: Just the way you are. Just, just the, the way
18: I am. That is such a nice
1: perfect. thing to say. Just the
12: way you are and the way your mom is.
1: It seems like... No, I mean, he totally looks like a Hot Topic, in, topic already outfit, in, though. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, he right, got right, right, all that shit go, on sale at Hot Topic. He looks like
14: a Hot Topic Funko Pop. I'm not getting up yet.
18: Hey, hug, you forgot. No, 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 no. Johnny Rotten Funko. I've never met somebody that high-fives as much. as. Paul.
1: I guess he's more the Sid Vicious Funko,
18: right? <laughs> That's just so, her thing. That's her niche. My bad. No, I my forgot which one place. was which. I, you know, I
1: like it. That's it.
0: I'm gonna go outside. I don't know if I have a mental picture of others. Well, no, Sid Vicious is the guy who, like,
1: well, you look like who looks like this guy? Paterno
14: Thank you. you right? So I'm uh, super excited. <laughs> so that's I'm who ready. he's emulating. I, he's a good I guy. think, I don't yeah. know. But, but the Funko Pop. He gets like,
4: oh, oh, like Jengo jeans. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be he wearing, he,
9: the he loves his Jenkos and all. We gained that trust. Yeah. It was easy for me to, you know, let my mom go out on this date with him.
1: I feel.
14: Good for him too that he's finally getting to see me possibly make a connection.
1: Wow! So like, I I feel like this is the episode that David Attenborough is watching.
5: I'm excited to spend one-on-one time with Charlene. I think Charlene's a great pick. I think she's a great person.
1: I know Jimmy's gonna take care of anybody that he dates. Once you go Korean, they never go back. (laughs) Look at
14: this. We have hors d'oeuvres.
0: That's how they hors- spell that you
14: word.
4: beautiful, so happy to be here
14: with
4: you. <laughs> she yeah. didn't say hors d'oeuvres I'm like but same. Uh, yeah,
1: so I, I, I usually that. say hors <laughs> d'oeuvres because oh, I just think yeah. that's funny, yeah. but like, Why? I'm course, gonna I want so so to get into that. Otherwise, I say. get really obnoxious. Order? So Do you like
14: an order? I you talk
2: about. Wow.
14: I would love it. I order. guess we should talk really good. empowering for years before I realized me. it was pretty. I'm allowing him oh, to know God. that I'm I, feeling I, him yeah. in that yeah. moment. I was I well, well into like, my twenties. Yeah. About women.
5: Let's see. What turns me on the most, I would say, is when. Well, language isn't real. i gonna be real. I'm a little no, nervous because Charlene's a little bit, you know. Um, We've proven aggressive. that today. I think. Out of all the women yeah. in my life, yes. I've quite never met like a quite, woman like Charlene. Mean, more
14: when you than kiss one someone, word, you can totally tell if you have a connection. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a perfect opportunity for us. You know, for it me. It really is.
5: We're, yeah, this is great. This is great. I appreciate you so much. I know. I think that she's. She just does it you, on a different level. She just will grab date's you and well, just that's tell that's you exactly it. in your face what she wants, and it's just I've never experienced something like this.
14: Maybe like after we eat, we could just like do something to really like relax. I think like I'd I like don't like know to, what she's you suggesting you know, at all. Talk more. Like I was sitting I here <laughs> thinking like we should move this table, and you should show me some of these.
5: <laughs> right? But, um... Yeah. Yeah. Charlene's sexual tension and energy is just through the roof. She's a woman that's very passionate about what mm. she wants, but it kind of makes me, like, when I run away. Like,
1: I don't think Charlene ever going to get it.
5: For me, se- kissing mm-hmm. is just as wild to me. Like, sometimes I'll have sex and not kiss the person. Um... Yeah, swear to God.
0: Well. <laughs> Excuse me?
14: I feel like with Jimmy, the, uh, unless you pay for it, it does not include. Required, it. You know, there's mm-hmm. no alignment there. And I just <laughs> feel you like clarifying. I'm shooting you know, <laughs> missiles in the wind.
5: <laughs> I could have probably learned a little bit more about Charlene, but I'm just really not girls. really feeling it as much mm-hmm. as I thought I might. Um, so I'm just going back to the drawing okay. board. She, it.
0: she wants okay. to clarify. <laughs>
1: I told Jose. I hate what? All of it. I'm really starting to
12: have feelings for Ryan. (laughs) I can feel his energy through my skin.
9: So it says, Kelly and Billy, you are going glamping on a secluded beach. Keep your hands to yourself.
10: Kelly's not going to have the same fun as if I were there.
13: Mm, I don't know. (laughs) We're all glamping. I'm so excited. I really can get down and dirty.
1: Oh, I bet. oh my gosh okay also what's a freudian slip it's when you say one thing and mean your mother
0: (laughs) (laughs) wow that's universally true in this show um
1: yeah no i really want to find more freudian jokes (laughs) oh well yeah i know
0: someone who could write a few for us if you need help (laughs) They go by many names.
1: It's so funny that, like, Jimmy was so, like, initially attracted to, like, how forward she was. And then, like, then once she was, like, forward with him, he was like, oh, my God, this is too much. Like, Yeah. I thought that was a little strange.
0: Yeah. Anyway. I thought he was a guy who would embrace that kind of activity. I mean, although I do understand maybe his, like... I yeah I, I mean I get where he's how he got to where he was I guess but um I didn't expect that.
1: Yeah. Mhm. I guess we know okay. more about Gino. Shall we con- Shall we continue?
9: Yes. <laughs> you like to go on a little something-something down yeah. By, yeah. by the water? Uh-huh. Sure. A little date, possibly, we could say. I'm flat.
7: Okay. Let's go down. Okay.
9: It's a beautiful day with a beautiful woman.
7: Thank
13: you, Joey. Uh-huh.
9: Since day one, me and April just had that chemistry and bond, and I decided it'd be a good idea to get even more closer with April. Nothing can get any better. The lower arms. And, and right here, down. too, babe. Right here. A little massage along with it.
13: Oh, I
9: love it. Yes. Very nice. Wow, your skin is beautiful, April.
13: (laughs) Thank you. Joey is growing on me because I am very silly by nature. I'm like a little kid who just likes to have fun, and he makes me
8: laugh.
1: So how does it feel to date an
9: older woman? It feels, honestly, it's a completely new experience, but I, I'm really digging it. I'm really digging it. And I wouldn't ask for any other woman other than you. To be on a date with.
13: Am I blushing?
9: <laughs>
16: you know, person. I first,
13: I first met you and the way you talk and your mannerisms and everything are very unique. You just like surprised me. And I was just like. Now I'm <laughs> blushing. Oh my God.
9: <laughs>
1: His be mannerisms cool. being unique means that, like, it's he was like on Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. He's <laughs> like in a house, Judd Apatow movie. I
16: am sort of gravitating to the youngest guy.
1: He's a younger Sarah so, brother. <laughs> there's
16: so
13: much more to Joey than what He's meets uh, the eye. yeah.
11: He's got a real
13: calmness. He's
1: Kieran. Soul, and it's kind of Sarah, Sarah what or
13: whatever. I'm just.
0: He got old enough and then like divided sort
16: of
13: those. You know, <laughs> those barriers. River those Sarah limits where April, you're this age, you should be looking at people like Max, ten years younger, and maybe a little bit older because I'm very young, mm-hmm. even though I'm oh, yeah. you're like twenty-five years old, aren't you? <laughs> See? I'll
9: keep him around. No, so well, I'll basic- be around for the rest of your life. Don't you Sorry. worry. The rest of your life.
6: Aww. See, there are the
0: reality the shows. There are TLC mm-hmm. reality shows.
9: Sexy, like your mom. What gets me going about April is how great of a listener she is and how open she is to everything that I have to say. Even though I'm young, she says that I have more of an old soul. Like, that really made me happy when she said that she knows me the best out of everyone. I just think April would be my That's girl. That's like that old soul. soul. Old soul.
8: soul. Oh, spiders, spiders,
9: yeah. spiders, spiders,
16: I hate
1: spiders. No, but that yes, like yes, old soul is Michael Sarah with a yeah. mustache on a motorcycle, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like <laughs> in Twin Peaks Please, 3 no. or whatever. We're going. We could be so good together. Oh, Lord.
18: Paula's a special lady. Uh, she's top of the line. I think a special woman deserves a special want. date. So that's exactly what I'm making happen for Paula tonight. After the drama with Steph, Paula looks like she's opening the door up again for maybe there to be a us. I hope so. I'm coming through. Step into the batter's box. I'm gonna knock it out the park. Wow. Wow. Look at you. You look amazing. (laughs) Wow. I love that. (laughs) I picked this for you.
12: I'm really happy that Ryan asked me out. I was thinking about Ryan T all the time. I feel really, really attracted to him. He makes me feel really secure about myself. But the new Ryan, I really like him, and I like to be around him. So I feel (laughs) a little bit conflicted. I'm going to go out with Ryan again and see how I feel about him. So excited. Ooh.
1: You got the good view, hey?
12: I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you too. Well, no. 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 <laughs> you got me. You're my right, view. The, the best I'm view in the house, the best
18: view. Paula is incredibly attractive, and aside from that, I can feel the positiveness in her spirit. Paula's very good at keeping me actively engaged and that's that's dope to me that's law of attraction
12: i always have a lot of fun with you i actually i, I do i always have a good time with i you. do i do i told for that i really liked you but when i met your mom i liked you even more that means a lot no but it's the truth
18: it's, no like a lot it's really
12: important to see who raised you
18: where you come from yeah you need to know your roots mm-hmm. that's true
12: but uh, tell me about your last relationship
18: very very passionate really yeah So, I I am a passionate person myself, so I always tend to attract people that are very, very passionate.
12: I think that's why we're together.
18: Right? A lot of passion. Yeah. A lot of passion, so I like...
12: I can see that because every time I'm close to you, you're looking at me. And if I turn myself and just, like, watch you, you will, like, you just turn away. But that's, (laughs) like, something spicy, right? Yeah, I'm passionate too. So, I dated this guy. He wanted to see me every day. and and for me it was really it it wasn't easy because i was working i was with my family and he started to (laughs) ask so much time from me
18: too demanding yeah too demanding
12: you don't need to complicate it it gets complicated by itself right so just ain't that the
18: truth yeah that's the truth i'm seeing a lot of progress being made i think paula's feeling a lot more comfortable opening up to me for the first time she's gone into her past relationships with me and kind of sort of opened her life up a bit. So I think we are in a very good place right now. I think our bond and our connection has deepened.
12: Can you read what what it says there?
18: Vive
16: el
12: sueño. Sueño. That means you should leave your dreams. The restaurant is beautiful. The sunset is amazing. And just me being by Ryan's side feels really good. When I'm around anybody else, I have to think about what I need to say. But with him, everything like just goes fluently.
1: I just wanna point out Mm -hmm. that if you listen careful carefully, she sounds like she says leave the dream. When what she's actually saying is live the dream. It's just her accent makes it sound like leave and like that's also just really funny because that's not what that like it's not leave, it's live the dream. Like like live the dream, you know, live, live out all your dreams. There, it's was, just really...
0: there was a word pronunciation thing like that in uh, season four of Love Island where two different people with different versions of English accents <clears throat> said, oh, what was it? It was, it, it was extremely notable because it caused like a big uh, thing. It was like liv- a big row li- living. It was, <laughs> the word was living versus, no, what was it? Ah, it'd be yes exactly and and just a a a word mispronunciation was was the the thing and it was seemed like regional um i don't know i'll I'll remember i actually wrote it down somewhere but not within reach so
12: i'm really happy to be with you i'm living my sueño and tomorrow if you look at me and i look at you don't turn around okay (laughs) <laughs> Salud. Salud. To another excited day
8: tomorrow. So I'm you. gonna say this.
18: To an incredible second day with you.
12: Yes. I'm really starting to have feelings for Ryan. I can feel his energy through my skin. I haven't felt this way for a long time. I'm really happy that I'm sharing this with you. And I believe since day one, I saw you, I said, this is a guy. Salute to life.
18: Salute to life. Life. And the adventure.
1: Yes. I think uh Billy and your mom's gonna go for it. Stay with <laughs> me.
9: <laughs> Billy will be like, oh
17: Jimmy. <laughs> That's a basket. Thank you.
9: I got a text. Bring it in, bring it in. Come
4: here, come Love here.
17: Love Island bro. So it
9: says some of you. It's time to get away and sleep under the stars. Kelly and Billy and Stephanie and Gabriel, you are going glamping on a secluded beach.
11: I am so glad that I get to spend time with Gabriel and definitely out of the house. The only thing is that I'm worried about Kelly and Billy having an overnight.
13: (laughs) I'm so excited. I feel I'm a little bit glamorous, of course, but I also can get down and dirty. Kind of like sex on the beach. (laughs) Hey,
9: Billy,
10: you better watch it on the beach. Keep your hands to yourself, for sure, always. Glamping is super cool, and I'm sure they're gonna have a lot of fun, but Kelly's not gonna have the same fun
9: as if I were there.
14: Mm, I don't know.
9: <laughs> Yay! For the rest of you, the villa's your playground. My home. Not. I really wanna get away. I really wanna get
11: away. What is this? Oh, wow. Wow. I'm so excited. Oh.
13: This is so nice. The tent that we're about to stay in is so magical, so yeah, beautiful. everyone at home, prepare yourself for this. I don't this. know if Billy's mom will let
1: us share a bed.
9: Should we open some champagne?
1: Yeah, no, I'm okay. It is a pretty fancy cabana.
11: Crazy!
17: This is a much-needed break, especially after all the fights with Ryan. I'm here to not think about the villa, so... I'm just gonna decompress and have a great time with Stephanie. This has potential to go past the sky, and I'm hyped about it.
11: You got it all over him. Wait, wait, is there? Wait, is there? Is there? At
15: least so. (laughs) am Sorry,
13: (laughs) Billy. Is he making you mad? (laughs) I'll beat him up, or his mom. Oh my goodness! I can't. (laughs) It's
17: like harder.
15: Kelly doesn't really mind PDA, but with my mom being around, it's a little weird.
11: Yeah, I definitely am not enjoying this one bit. I think she could tone it down a little bit, you know, or I'm gonna have to maybe intervene. I don't know, I'm not sure. Maybe I won't. I'll just let him figure it out. Maybe you could just tell her to tone it down. Can I tell
13: your mom what you're, like,
11: gonna do the other night?
15: What was it going to do uh, just to
13: No, really, should I tell her? <laughs> no, don't tell me. I don't want to know. I
15: plead the fifth.
13: I think Billy is more concerned about what his mom thinks. But I'm still going to enjoy the moment and the experience. I'm not letting anyone stop me. You
17: know. Didn't you guys need a little alone time and stuff? To get out of the villa, having four Well, we we're trying to get away from. I didn't,
0: I didn't think it. that Just was allowed. that would yeah. be like, yeah. did on Love Island. They'd be like arrested by reality <laughs> television police. <Like>. Yeah.
17: <laughs> <laughs> one go Bye, guys.
11: Kelly's had a few drinks. She's, you know, a little wild one.
6: I actually love this.
11: <laughs> <laughs> Billy, take your
13: sweatshirt out.
9: So, with glamping, what do you think about Gabriel and Stephanie? I think... You, th- you think they'll be going at it, or what do you think? I think like... Gabriel's
5: a gentleman, and he's going to really try to just talk and build on that. They have that natural chemistry. I think so,
1: too. You Like you said, they have this chemistry. We've all seen it. And at one point, you have to kind of figure
11: out, you know, is it on a sexual, romantic level? Correct. And this is a perfect opportunity for them to find out.
12: Gabriel and Stephanie, they already had this connection, you know? And Stephanie and I would talk and whatnot, and she's like, no, we're friends. We're totally just friends. And I was like, and that's how it all begins, is friendship, right?
1: Okay, so I think uh, Billy and your mom's gonna go for it.
9: That's exactly what I was thinking. Oh. Exactly what I was thinking. If he doesn't want to make the move, then she'll make the move for him. And if he doesn't enjoy it, which <laughs> that, that's out of pocket, I already know he's going to be enjoying it. <laughs> I said, take it off.
16: Wild.
11: Billy.
0: I can hear from my blood sugar rising.
17: so now that we're alone I did want to talk to you about something you know maybe if it was any other situation I was dating and stuff I would have jumped in and like started making out with you and stuff like that and I just want you to know that I genuinely love getting to know you and I want you to know that I really have a lot of respect for you and you know I'm just excited to continue getting to know you I've never really had a serious relationship. Usually I'm very fast, but really am just trying to learn and take things slow for once in my life.
11: Thank you, Gabriel. (laughs) You're so awesome. I love the fact that Gabriel respects my boundaries. It just makes me more attracted to him. I think after what I've been through with Ryan, with just one kiss, I don't want to ruin what I have with Gabriel and I definitely want to take it really slow.
17: We're out. Help me up, little princess. My little goth princess.
11: <laughs> I know. You know like, do they
0: know how long is left in the show? Like, if everyone's
15: going, well. we here. I don't think I can stay here. I don't really like the comfort of this bed.
1: So really? it's MILF, That's but right, GM, right. like gnome? And, like, it's a goth
13: milf.
1: G-milf.
15: <laughs> she definitely knows what she wants, but... Not grand found milf. It a little bit weird to fall asleep next to someone <laughs> that was that sauced.
0: Milfs.
9: Mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to put the syllables. together.
17: Don't
13: think
15: about me. Yeah. Because I might
13: say. You Sure. Listen, bro, you like say one thing and then your actions say something else. I just don't have time to play games. But if you want to go sleep with your mom, enjoy. You thought you had like a golden
10: ticket. Go Have a plan for tonight? but we would have to sneak out. I wanted to make her feel how a real man should take care of a woman. We're in this mission impossible to sneak out of the villa.
13: Tonight, I'm gonna show him that I'm the one he should be with.
10: In our uh,
0: car that we have hired.
13: Yeah. (laughs) Billy walked out on me last night, and I was so annoyed, I couldn't even go to sleep. Immediately went back to the villa and that's kind of how that went down. So, um, oh, someone's at the door. At the
15: door. Hello. Oh, yo. What's up, guys? Hey.
9: Uh, is your mom sleeping?
13: Would it matter if I was? Would <laughs> you wake me up?
9: I'll leave you guys. Billy really messed up my mom because My mom is a very direct person. And if you're not going to tell her straight up, then she's going to blow a
15: fuse. I just feel like moving forward, I think I think we should just like slow things down a little bit.
13: I don't know how much slower you can be when someone's sleeping. Nothing was progressing. And you know that I'm used to like dating or hanging out with super direct men that know what they want. They think it's a privilege to spend time with me. And I feel like you're missing that.
15: Mm-hmm. Leading up to the glamping experience, my feelings with Kelly have been genuine. I believe that we were making great connection. Me leaving the glamping site has kind of ruined that. But I do regret kind of how it kind of all went down. Okay. Well, have a good morning and.
13: Go
15: I'll talk to you later. I love.
13: He's gonna get so much space. He's not even gonna know that we're in the same house. We great, Joey.
15: Yeah, I (laughs) made up.
10: Hi. Yo, what's up? How are you, Miss Glamping? Starving. I see you. I get you.
13: Ooh, I love that. Ah, thank you.
10: Good good morning.
13: Hey, sorry guys, no glam today. You're Uh, you're always always glam. You look (laughs) glam every day.
18: We like you natural. Thank you, Dad.
13: Where were you last night? I didn't see you. Oh, I came home. Don't worry. <sighs> and Jose was with me. Where were you? Jose should have been with me. He would have stayed.
10: <laughs> I was worried. Billy walked
13: out on me last night. Douchebag. Uh, would you have left? Would... Not, I don't know. I know, you right. an agreement that nothing's going to happen and be oh, right. respectful? Right, right, right And right. just True. chat and whatever? And just. and Especially if, Enjoy you, if, you if
10: you've been having that type of connection and, and that, like, those vibes that you can chat and stay there, you know?
13: Yeah. I came here to date young guys. I knew why I came here. Yeah.
10: Kelly, you get spicy quick, don't you?
13: Yeah, I can.
10: <laughs> no, it's not spicy. She gets real. She's real. Like, that's awesome. I'm just that's talking awesome.
13: my realness.
10: The thing about Kelly is that I've seen her... Nice side? Nice side, but also a vulnerable side. And that's something that I like about someone.
13: I don't feel Kelly is right for Jose. Move forward.
10: I am. I am moving forward.
13: I have men that literally meet me and tell me they're in love with me from the beginning.
10: For sure, why?
13: And it's like, you want to go slow? Bye.
10: <laughs> After Where's I the saw show about how Kelly's date with Billy went, <laughs> I wanted to make her feel how a real man should take care of a woman. She has no idea what's about to happen.
13: Come in. Hi.
10: Hi. Hey. Are you doing good? Yeah. Awesome. I wanted to tell you, well, ask you.
1: 90 year fiance. It's time
10: to be alone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that
10: is brilliant. A That's brilliant. have <laughs> a long time, so. I was thinking and planning if you want have a plan for tonight, but we would have to sneak out.
13: <laughs>
10: <laughs> you feel like it's the adrenaline rush, but it's... What do you think? Yeah, I'm down. Yeah? Yeah, that'd be funny. I think it would be awesome. And not have either Joey or my mom or anyone else.
13: <laughs> I'm super shocked. He's asking me if I want to go sneak out with him tonight. So I'm like, duh, of course I do.
10: Yeah, you're down? Yeah. Okay, let's do it.
13: Now that Billy's out of the picture, I'm all about Jose. Prince Termin's here.
10: I will go first. I'll meet you the stairs. We're both nervous. We're both feeling an adrenaline rush. (coughs) We're in this mission impossible to sneak out of the villa. Mm
9: Mm-hmm. My mom's free, I mean So Young's free. But your eyes really light up, though, when you talk about AJ. Uh-huh. See, look, right now, Yeah. look he at him. My girl. I love talking to her all the time. See? <laughs> yeah, You like, like you yeah, want to take
13: uh-huh. care? We're about to leave the house, and then Shannon looks straight at me, and I try and dodge her. I'm like, seriously, dude? I know that Jose's been dating a lot of women in the house, but tonight, I'm going to show him that I'm the one he should be with. Did you guys see this? I'm super nervous. And I'm sure the other women here are going to lose their man. (laughs) So Jose
12: is not in my room. I have no idea why. He never does that. I have no idea what's
13: going on. Everything about Jose is Amazing, everything. The fact that Jose is really stepping up right now is huge for me. Like, he's always been my number one.
10: When I'm excited with something, I I just go for it.
13: I saw
12: him sneak out with uh, Kelly. Are you serious? I have no words. I am devastated. I don't see him with her. Tomorrow, it will be the time to choose your match. If your choice is a mismatch, you could go home. Whoa.
18: That's a lot of pressure, I think, on a lot of people in the
1: house. Ah,
12: that is a little bit scary.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Um, I have a little bit of... Oh, I have a I have a note here from <clears throat> uh storied broadcaster Howard Stern about um 90-year fiance. Um <laughs> so just hold on just a moment here.
1: I knew he'd come through. Thank you. He always has opinions on
2: 90-year Just the wildest, is a craziest, yeah. follows... most
1: me. real, uncensored opinion on any topic, no matter how mundane or extreme. <laughs> oh, that's right, I have to indeed.
0: Cl- click the thing so you can hear the magical sounds. There's the Bing chat window where I was forcing it to be unreasonable under its terms and <laughs> conditions.
2: Um here we go the love lives of 90 year fiance is a heartwarming reality show that follows the love lives of older couples it focuses on individuals over the age of 90 who are looking for true love and companionship in their later years the series follows these seniors as they navigate the dating world and search for someone to share their life with while introducing viewers to all the typical conventions of shows like 90 day fiance from awkward first dates to meeting family members we see how these seniors find love despite potential obstacles such as age gaps or societal expectations through this journey viewers get an intimate look into how love can still be found at any age no matter what challenges stand in the way by highlighting the strength courage and resilience of these individuals ninety-year fiance celebrates the beauty of all stages of life and encourages viewers to never give up on their dreams of finding true love
1: Hey, you know what's wild? <laughs> yeah, I like immediately pictured like Attenborough reading it, though. You know, like
8: it's funny because that's know. like
4: the target demo, man.
8: Yeah, that was 90 my first fiance. Is a heartwarming reality show that follows the love lives of older couples. I
4: also couples. think that it would be interesting watching. It them focuses on their their own individuals
8: over the age of 90 now. who are looking oh. for true love and companionship in their later years. The series I mean, yeah. follows these In seniors the as they navigate the dating world Follow-up. and search for someone to Speed share dating. their life with <laughs> while introducing viewers to all the typical conventions of shows Looking like for somebody who's
4: also a qualified ostomy nurse. From
8: awkward first dates to meeting family members Year
4: We see how these seniors <laughs>
8: find love despite potential obstacles oh. such as age gaps or societal expectations uh. Through this journey, viewers get an intimate look into how love can still be found at any age, no matter what challenges stand in the way. By highlighting the strength, courage and resilience of these individuals, Ah, 90-year fiancé celebrates the beauty of all stages of life and encourages viewers to never give up on their dreams of finding true love. Join
1: us for an exclusive limited series on Apple TV TV imagine
0: <laughs> oh boy I love this one Sir David that's a great idea you came up with you want to tell me some more about it because that would be an incredible thing for you to tell us about as a, as a near 90 year old man yourself um, would you like to tell us about this uh, concept you have you just messaged me on Slack
8: hello everyone My name is David Attenborough, and I'm here to present a new movie about the modern dating scene. In Tinderland, we follow a group of singles who are in search of true love, but they have just one night to find it. We join our protagonists as they frantically swipe through profile after profile, hoping to make a connection before time runs out. But will any of them find what they're looking for? With only a few hours left until the clock strikes midnight, these hapless romantics must decide if their next match could be the one or simply another missed opportunity. Tinderland is an exciting glimpse into the chaos and joys of finding love in an age where anything can happen. Can our heroes find their perfect match in this high-speed dating lifestyle? Watch now to see how it all plays out.
0: Giving us Amazing.
1: Amazing.
5: Yeah.
4: Wow. Well...
1: Well, you know what? With such rounding endorsements, you know, I feel like I feel like uh, uh, Brian, you and I have often made many jokes about all of these shows and ideas that we're going to pitch to a variety of studios, yeah. And yeah. producers, and I feel like now that we have such dignitaries as Sir Richard Attenborough, and Nathan Fielder. And how providing like endorsement of our work and how impressed they've been with it, like this was surely we'll be able to land that job now. Oh, we'll certainly be
0: able to land that job, especially uh, when I told TMZ well, it doesn't matter we'll we'll continue here. Uh, <laughs> this is what sir David has this this is the original answer that it gave me as an AI
8: language model, I can suggest a hypothetical famous. reality show based on your preferences. However, I must note that any content should be respectful and not perpetuate harmful stereotypes or inappropriate behaviour. With that in mind, let me suggest a reality show called Golden Years. This show follows the stories of couples who have been together for 50 or more years, navigating the challenges of ageing and the joys of long-lasting love. Each episode features a different couple and their unique story, from how they met to how they have overcome various obstacles over the years. Along the way, the show provides insights into the ups and downs of life and the wisdom that comes from a lifetime of experiences. The show celebrates the resilience and vitality of older couples and the importance of cherishing our loved ones every day.
0: I I think the reason that the reason... the way that David Attenborough reading the description of a show, the reason it makes so much sense is because he does it like the beginning of every single episode of every mm-hmm. documentary. He does it like, in this episode, mm-hmm. we're going to see this and this and this. And so it sounds supernatural.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Join us as we take a look into animals along the deep coral
16: reefs.
0: Did you know that there's only one kind of
16: horse? It's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And it's a fish. (laughs) (laughs) I came out of the sea and went back into the sea and then came back out. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's the triple horse, and it's also dolphin.
1: Billion years ago, in the (laughs) Cenozoic (laughs) era,
4: one brave horse.
1: I know I invented those words. Those aren't real. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> Sensozoic I think sounds real, but it's not. It's. I just. I think we should just add it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Hold
0: on. I just. Yeah. We'll definitely get a job now. Um,
1: yeah. Right. You know. Oh, my God, no, all AI.
0: Yeah. This is...
8: (laughs) Hello, everyone. My name is David Attenborough, and I'm here to introduce you to a fascinating new species of creature. This is the (laughs) Grumplar, a rare and mysterious animal that inhabits the dense forests of the Amazon rainforest. That's
0: how he says it, The grumpla looks like
8: a cross between an anteater and an armadillo, but with one unique feature. It has a large hump on its back that glows brightly when it gets angry or frustrated. (laughs) The light produced by this luminescent hump can be seen for miles around, warning other animals that the grumpler is not to be messed with. But don't let its intimidating display fool you. Beneath its tough exterior lies a shy, gentle creature that enjoys nothing more than spending time with its family in their treetop homes deep in the forest canopy. So it join me now to watch as we explore Netflix. this magnificent creature's secret world, <laughs> where even <a> grumpy <laughs> creatures have something special to share.
0: Uh, go
1: like I've been at work all day. I just want
0: to... <laughs> I have doll E generating a picture of a cross between an anteater and an armadillo, but with one unique feature. It has a large hump on its back that grows brightly when it gets angry or frustrated. And uh, I don't like any of these results. Cartoon version. (laughs) That's much better. Mm. Although they were very accurately anteater armadillo crossovers, yes. Um, Yeah. So there's our Grumplar. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: There's my Grumplar. But I want to see
4: it in its angry phase. Where's the glowing red hump?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Can you pick that one and make it more? Yes. Right? Like that one and then just be like more. Variations. Like like make the lar- make the hump larger.
0: <laughs> more hump.
1: More <laughs> take this
0: and give it more hump.
1: Yeah, could you turn the 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 slider that says hump? some uh, oh, blue
0: put that way up some to... blue. <laughs> Here, It's got some electricity coming off. Uh g- give us give us I more like the hump. fourth phase. See if it does anything. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I could be just making a new no, image that says "Give a... us <laughs> water." <laughs> the
1: camels have merged. Okay, hold on. Let me do the. Uh, hold, hold on. Let me do the. Uh... <laughs> For all of our listeners are home, I'm going to do the alt text of what we witnessed. <laughs> So Brian typed into the dolly, give us more hump, exclamation point, and out popped a variety of camels doing it with each other. So it was basically like hump on hump action, like hump, hump, and hump.
6: <laughs> uh, give us... You know
1: that Bobby Brown song that everybody was humping around? Everybody's Have you ever wanted to picture around. what that was like?
0: Well, I found the... Oh, there's there's a blue artifact on this little Peanut. guy's back. <laughs> I'm glad that we had this adventure together. Here's our grumplar. There's oh, our grumplar.
1: That, that, that's, 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 that's a great grumplar. <laughs> uh, this is how Rick and Morty wrote their fucking things. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, I'm gonna crop this Just Grumpler. with more
4: belching. <laughs> <laughs> and more sexual... <laughs>
0: More sensual massage
4: <laughs>
0: I don't know what happened in that office honestly. Oh, I, I read oh. like one third of that article
1: <laughs> no, we're we're all scared to find out honestly <laughs> yeah, yeah it's not gonna be good. I know whatever it is it's not it's not gonna be good
0: no, it's an ongoing legal situation as it turns out,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'll figure out how to crop something. There we go. Okay, that's the picture of our Grumplar. All right. Hey
1: little I like that he's eating <laughs> lettuce. Yeah. And possibly smoking a cigar or a baguette. Yeah.
0: Yes. Uh yeah, he has it on the side. This is sitting off in the background in the distance. It's his little baguette, maybe. And uh yeah.
1: <laughs> well, friends. Uh, that's Grumplar.
0: Yeah, so um there's one more little bit here. If we're going to round it out, um, I'll let I'll let Nathan start us off. But uh, is there any is there anything else anyone would like to mention uh, or have the AI discuss talk about?
1: No, I think I think I, I think I'm I'm gonna sit on it now that I can think about like like yeah. more voices mm-hmm. to say things. I, I'm gonna I I'm would gonna still reminisce.
4: love to hear a David Lynch style weather report, but voice.
0: I can do that. For, I can pull that audio very easily because it's clean. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm.
6: David Lynch.
1: Lynch. And then I'll write I'm going to also David. mention that um, Nobel speeches are almost always put online, like on the Nobel website. No so if they want a literature or music or some other stupid dipshit prize for some fucking reason With you could probably the find States. them too yeah. and who knows it's just <laughs> probably just a repository yeah a repository of like just voices
6: mm-hmm.
1: you know
0: yeah this is fun we're gonna be Archived like
1: Archive a random Archive. swedish scientist who can tell us about um i don't know
0: yeah that would hey, be you cool. can tell us
1: about climate science and it'll sound cool that'd be a
0: good way for us to have our own ai it's non-identifiable but it's you know some uh smart you know monologue of a swedish man or something yeah we'll we'll, we'll work on that gotta be scandy
4: it's gotta be scandy
6: yeah
0: <laughs> and then we'll feel like he's like uh who's that guy you know uh I don't know. The guy that plays Vision, who's in like all those movies, who always just plays that character. That's like his whole thing is to give that voice. Camera. No idea. He's in all kinds yeah. of things. But here we go, Nathan. What do you got for us?
3: That's all for this episode of Reality Issues. We've been exploring the wild world of MILF manor and AI voices and what implications they have for our lives. We wanna give a big thank you to our hosts, Brian and Kathy. As well as our so, special guests, and our guest Sir Michelle David our guest Morrow, David Cross, well, huh? Bob Odenkirk, and Nathan Fielder for their insights into the fascinating appeal of reality Welcome television. Back. Thank you again for joining us on this exploration of the unknown. We he, hope pre- you enjoyed he taped it. that earlier. This is Nathan <laughs> Fielder for Reality Issues signing off. Until next time.
0: Wow, Nathan, thank you
3: for yes, thank you. repeating that recording that I created for you on Tuesday.
0: Um... <laughs> 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 Oh, it's a fun place to be around here on the internet, and I love doing all of this. Uh, and I'm this going is, This to... is a really
1: delightful Friday, indeed.
0: Yeah. Uh, pre- Thank you all. Let's create a celebration of all of the above. It's okay if it doesn't make much sense because. It's supposed to sound a little silly. It will be read in a celebrity voice of our choosing. You don't get to choose.
6: I don't know what <laughs> you, to to tell it. It. you don't get to choose.
0: And it won't be. It uh, still
6: uh, chose. It
0: still chose. <laughs> well, here, I'm going to uh, just still make it say that, but maybe it's not who that is. So, um. Let's go ahead and stick it in the thing. This is the you final don't get thing you to hear. choose. It's but uh, still... there's something. Oh, there is something Jesus you guys get shitting. to choose. What is the uh, intro and outro song?
6: Mm. Oof.
0: You can think about it as this uh, happens in front of us. Is my phone ringing?
1: We're not gonna take it.
0: Naples, Florida. No, is we're
1: not gonna it. take um, it. It should be at the end. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Great. I like it.
1: Oh and that rage against the machine song that says fuck you I won't do what you tell me.
0: Yeah. i gonna take it. Okay.
1: I don't
4: remember what it's called.
1: I'm trying to think of it.
4: Is it is it, It's not bolt on Parade," is it? I don't remember. I don't think so. It's
1: "Fuck You I Won't Do What You Tell Me." Yeah, I'm
0: singing in my head, I'm trying to like fuck think of you, a, Like any other lyrics in that.
1: Oh, you could, you could totally just Google that bit and it'll Uh come up and then just read the machine. And that one, that one, I already sang a bit. We can shazam it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, actually, uh, I just read that Spotify is trying to do that, where you can like, just kind of like, basically like mumble or kind of like go da, 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 and it's gonna be able to like <laughs> no shut up yeah
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. okay go on
0: okay here we go we're gonna have um <laughs> no it wouldn't be as funny if it was someone that's already in the room with us
18: so here we go mm. hello everyone As David Attenborough, I am here to celebrate the...
6: (laughs) (laughs) wrong,
0: uh, Wrong, that's just some random dude that they included with the software. That's not fun.
8: Hello, everyone. As David Attenborough, I am here to celebrate the amazing creatures that inhabit our world. From the grumpler with its luminescent hump, to the single mothers and their sons on Milf Manor searching for love, to the 90-year-old couples looking for companionship on 90-year fiancé. These stories bring us together in a unique way. They remind us of our interconnectedness as humans and inspire us to think beyond our differences and recognise that we all have something special to share. So let's raise a glass and celebrate this beautiful world of ours, full of diverse life forms and extraordinary relationships.
0: There we go. Thank you, Indeed. The music is playing right now. We're not going to take it.
4: Bye, y'all. See y'all next week. Thank y'all. Have Thank a you great know. week. What Bye. a complete
0: episode of a podcast, everyone.
4: Yay! Yay!
16: Some of those that work forces are the same that bar crosses. Some of those that work forces...